Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing. The most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, website that rocks is KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook facebook.com slash bmms69 that's where you can hang out with us each and every day good morning sam good morning corby good morning gimpy good morning tickets to see the black crows at the bok center in june we got uh those tickets available at bokcenter.com listener emails to tell the truth and we're gonna play another round of sam or scarlet today oh god i like it 
You used to have that reaction when we did the black box, and I feel like this is far less torturous. <laughs> More mentally torturous. How Call so? the text. How so? Like, oh, this seems a child. This is so stupid. <laughs> wow. That's usually what happens. Um, there uh, was a story I saw on the news this morning about the volcano that erupted mm-hmm. a week ago in New Zealand. And there's still people that have not awoken from their comas. Damn. Um, because they're in so much pain. I believe 12, 16, 16 people died. Like 15 or so are critically injured, right? And I went on to read the article, and this is something I never thought about, is that when you, this isn't just a burn like I put my hand in hot water. Oh, no. No, this is a type of burn that instantly went through their skin and partially through bone. Mm-hmm. This is propulsioned lava that was flying through the air. And even if they do survive, keep in mind the, the number one reason most burn victims die is from sepsis, from bacterial infection. If they do survive, it will be so much recovery. They'll, I mean, they'll obviously not be the same. So And chemical burns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the gases and everything that are in the volcano. Uh, my dad got into a car accident when he was like 12, and he was riding his bike down a hill, and he went through a car that didn't, my dad didn't stop, or they didn't stop, or whatever. And so whatever happened, both of his legs and arms, he both of his arms went through the window, and he hit the center of the thing, like right center in the middle of the car. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was like... He was in a coma for a while. He like broke everything. He was in the hospital for a really long at, time. At a young age? Yeah, at 12. Oh my wow. goodness. Yeah, and he had, How fast was he going? I mean, I, like he he told stories and like my my aunts and uncles have told stories about how um when he woke from his coma, he just like <laughs> saw the the like wall in the, front of the, him. The Tin Man and no, and, no, no. <laughs> and you saw, were there, and you were there, and even you were there. <laughs> but the wall in front of him had like pea soup on it, and apparently when he was like out of his coma but not remembering stuff, he would just throw it at the wall because he didn't want to eat it, and that was like the first thing he remembers when he woke up. <sighs> but he got super bad burns on his leg because wherever that engine was or whatever, it had burned through like a bunch of layers of skin. And he told stories. Of, he told stories that when what they, burned him, like the engine or whatever, wherever his leg had gone, his right, his left leg had gotten burned like the bottom part of his left leg and like he has he had super bad scars from it and stuff like his whole life you could see and so he was telling me that when um they had to like rip off the dead skin they would like load him up with morphine rip it off and that that pain was so bad that the they would have to when they ripped it off again they'd have to keep loading up morphine before they ripped it off because the pain was so intense and he was like i've never felt a pain that bad so I can just imagine, and I think he only burned four or five layers down like it wasn't. They had to rip it off, and he had to get a skin graft, but it wasn't chemical burns or lava burns. And so I imagine for them to have to do that, they would have to knock somebody out. My dad has this story of him and his um, brothers playing with tomato sticks. Do you know what tomato sticks are? Mm -mm. They used to be, instead of cages, they used stakes. They were like metal, aluminum, tin, some Mm -hmm. sort of metal and they would spike them into the ground and then tie the tomato plant to it so the tomato would grow upright and have some strength because the, the plant in general isn't very strong. And they would have 
tomato steak wars where they would throw them like javelins. <laughs> yeah. And my dad tells this story of getting a tomato steak through his neck. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that's what pushed his Adam's apple out so far. And that he would get in the, he got in the car and was bleeding, of course, and got in the car. And his mom took him to the hospital. But as they would go around turns, it would slide back oh, and forth. Geez. So my dad's telling the story, right? I'm not saying that story didn't happen to my dad. <laughs> But it's amazing how our parents go through. They don't build them like they used to, parents. You know what I'm right. I'm just saying. I'm, We're a bunch of pussies I'm, compared to apparently, our parents. Uh, apparently. Yeah, maybe that's true. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Drove myself to the hospital with this rod jamming through my neck. This tomato steak rod going. <laughs> oh, big, big curve. <laughs> right. Oh, it almost came out of the way out. I mean, just drive all the way around yeah. the cur- corner, Grandma, and just get that bitch out. Plug it with two fingers right, on right. Like the little, little boy blue, man. Right, put your fingers Finger back. trap. <laughs> yeah, finger trap that bitch. Uh, real quick, what do you think the temperature of molten lava is? Oh, my gosh. I think it's like... A thousand thirteen hundred degrees. I think it's like thirteen, fifteen hundred degrees. It's anywhere from thirteen to twenty two hundred degrees. Yeah. God damn that's a- Oh liqu- my yeah, god. It liquefies rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. By the way, your hot water tank is usually about anywhere between 100 and 125. Nothing compared to this. <laughs> when you're like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That yeah. is crazy. And these are people that were... Sta- the fact that these uh, this is a tourist attraction is just insane. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the most recent and most active volcanoes on the planet, right? And people are like, do the do I'm going to go stand in the crater... And also, not only is it one of the most active, because there are other ones in like Iceland and Hawaii, um, but those kind of pour and ooze out. Yeah. This is one that's called um, a And It has a weird name to imply that when it does go off, it shoots up into the air. So some of these people were on vacation. Oh, yeah. Honeymoons. Yeah. Oh, my God. Honeymoons. Will you marry me? Yes. Let's go. I love Let's- you. I do. I do. Coma. Or dead. Or dead, yes. Incinerated. But, like, I mean, I, I like I think about that when I go to Mexico, if I, like, dive into the water and break my neck or something that, like, you know, they have bad health care, you got to have enough money to be able to get served. Like, it's a whole thing, and I think about that. But if I was going to New Zealand, I wouldn't think about that. I wouldn't think that's yeah. a big deal. No matter where you are, if you leave the country and you need medical, emergency medical attention, it's a thing. Well, well yeah. you better research that, bitch. I mean, no, it doesn't, even if you research it, it'd still be a thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but like, well, I don't know what healthcare's like in New Zealand, but I, I do know in Mexico. <laughs> i sure it's great. Yeah, maybe they just give it to everyone for free, but I think in Mexico, they're like, nope, give me the money and then I'll treat you. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that that's also a little bit different, too, because I've also heard stories of people going and not being a thing at all. Mm. Mm, okay. Uh, so, you go to New Zealand, you're like, okay, we're taking this 10-day vacation, and then you're significant other or you whoever i guess you're both together so you would both get lava burns and you'd both be in a coma not right? necessarily i mean if you're agile agile you might get out of the way <laughs> right if Jeff you just push leaves her me. into the way yeah. <laughs> and run off right. you'll be fine i just freeze he's like it's lava stupid move <laughs> you're on your own right <laughs> yeah it's been nice knowing you we as humans do dumb things like stand in a volcano <laughs> upon reflection that's really stupid so, but, okay, if that is your, whatever, your coworker and their wife has lava burns and is in a coma, yeah. then 
they stay there with the wife for however long it takes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to. Sorry. I got to get to work. I got reports that hey, need babe, to be done. Hey, babe, there's a cover sheet missing. <laughs> TPS reports. <laughs> Can you call me if she wiggles her toes? Hey, Fred. How's it going? Yeah, because that's a long-ass flight. How you flight. doing, Kiwi? Uh, when are you going to be back? <laughs> The uh, the term Carol's for really tired of covering. <laughs> We've all been working our ass off for you. Hi, Fred. It's your t- week for uh, for snacks. We didn't know if you were going to be here for a Hawaiian shirt day. Ooh, wait, oh, uh, damn. Too yeah, soon. okay, but what if it's one of us? You're what just you calling in from the hospital every day. What do you mean? Like if your wife got yeah. lava burns and is yeah. in a coma, or yeah. Gimpies, or Jeff. Which actually wouldn't happen. I'd be the one to have lava burns. Yeah, but then at least she's aware. Well, right. for sure. I'm not agile. I do freeze when I get scared. And so if there's a freaking volcano going off, someone would have to carry me out. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you, I don't understand what so, you're asking. So, like, uh, then there's just... <laughs> <laughs> I dumped it. Don't worry. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's still ah! enough to make you go, <laughs> I felt like that was the most effective ah, way yeah. to get across. Yeah. Hey, save that the, for the dump, man. <laughs> the morning dump. I, th- I feel like that's the only effective way. By the way, I've checked the, the, the delay like Our seven God. times to make sure. <laughs> it's the only effective way to get the point across that I would not be calling in if my wife. Absolutely. Absolutely. You take the week, two, month, whatever. I'm not. Dude, whatever. come on. I might be, I might be done. Like comas are serious. Like there, I watched a documentary about how comas and people wake up out of them. Like how much recovery? It's it's not like oh good morning. It is I can't move my fingers. You have to relearn everything. Oh my god! And and if I don't stay there, I might have some weird Sandra Bullock thing happen where (laughs) someone else claimed to be my wife's husband or something like that. Just oh my god! <laughs> Do you post the pictures like the ones of, that, of like your honeymoon, like three days before before the volcano hit? If your significant other's in a coma, I don't understand what you mean. You like, probably would have already posted them, right? Well, no. Like when I go to Mexico, I usually like take a day or two to post like pictures in between. Hmm. But if so, why? Like, what's the what's the reasoning? I'm busy know. enjoying vacation. To post I'm not pictures, though because I'm taking no, pictures she's... all the time. <laughs> Jeff was so annoyed all the time, but because uh, I don't know, you just I, I don't know. Yeah, I just do it that way. Is like, it like a, like calling a date back? Like you got to wait three days? I don't. No, it's I would just think like take, if you a took collection. The picture, That's what it yeah, is. I I don't know. I I don't know. I think you wait until they're out of a coma. And to you're ask back if at they the like house, them, right? Yeah, yeah, you're happy with that. I know you can see out of one eye, kind of. Could you? Can you? Don't don't you, touch. You've got Vaseline on your hands. Just blink twice if you like it. If you can do that, dude. Burn victims, no joke. Mm-hmm. No joke. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, you're. Everything's different forever, forever. Right? Yeah, your skin's messed up. No more have- picture Christmas cards. Right. Well, I mean, Halloween would be easy though. Yeah, but you're the same costume every year. (laughs) Here he is, Freddy Krueger again. We get it. You burned up in a volcano. Right. How many times can he be Freddy Krueger? You pick a different costume. Maybe just be Darth Vader in that scene where he takes his (laughs) the dad's mask off. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. Mm. The idea of like, oh my God, it's erupting and you're running and getting like hit with a let's just say a rock, Mm. right? That would be insane, right? The yeah. pain 
from a rock flying through the air that you have trouble just picking up mm-hmm. would be crazy. They showed a picture of a helicopter that was there, and it's demolished. And so that happening, or you're laying there like, oh, I got to get up, and lava falls on you, oh. on your stomach, oh, my and God. instantly incinerates your skin and your intestines and like Mm -hmm. it burns super deep right or you're running and you step in some like you're not getting hit right it's like the worst landmine you could ever step in like in your backyard like oh my god that is so scary it's insane it's terrifying when i never thought of it that way i mean it was like yeah that sounds horrible i'm sure it was you know quite scary and then you start thinking about no 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 this isn't like a hailstorm outside yeah this is a hailstorm in the fiery pits of hell. Right. Not normal fire either. Liquid fire. That'll right. Well, that's that what ass. hell would be like. Right. Oh right. my god. Fire I need to stop sitting. That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to step in lava. Right. <laughs> my kids and I play lava. a game. We play that game. We play the hot lava. lava. Now I got to take that off my questions for Sam or Scarlett. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We got tickets to Black Crows. We're going to give away plus listener emails and to tell the truth, and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, but we cover them here and put the link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the f***. Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Car explodes after a driver sprays excessive amount of air freshener. So this dude in England, he was in his car and he had an aerosol air freshener can and just went ham and sprayed it all in the car. Then he lit a cigarette. (laughs) Has this guy not seen Cheech and Chong? Come on, man. And he exploded his car. Police officer said the owner of the parked car uh, in that street had used the air freshener, but not ventilated his car before lighting a cigarette. The fumes exploded and blew out his windscreen, his windshield, his windows, and some windows in nearby businesses. Damn. Authorities want to warn the public to be careful and follow guidelines when using air freshener cans. And don't be dumb. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> it's basic physics, man. Like, don't do that. I, I was thinking that, like, what smelled so bad in your car that you unleashed an entire can of, of air freshener? Maybe he loves the smell of geraniums and lavender. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. This is the best air freshener ever. Maybe it's the Christmas one that's only available for a few weeks. And he's like, I got to get my fill of my pumpkin spice. I'm just saying, I think you should check his trunk. Make sure there's not a dead not body anymore. or something. Not anymore. No, no. That, <laughs> there was. Incinerated. It's gone. Oh, God. A man busted for lewd act in the Walmart toy aisle. Why people do this in the toy aisle, I don't know. But there's an 18, or excuse me, a 19-year-old kid named Elias Floor. He went into his uh, Walmart uh, local Walmart last Friday, about 6.30, kind of walked around a little bit and then went to the bathroom. After he got done with the bathroom, he hightailed it to the toy section. 
Now, according to reports here, that's when the man paced back and forth for a little bit, saw his victim, unzipped his pants, pulled out his penis, and started masturbating right behind the woman who was there with her young 12-year-old boy. He ended up uh, finishing on the woman's pants and ah! then blazed oh! on out of there before he could get caught. So the kid, the 12-year-old kid, was trying to get his mama's attention. Hey, Ma, there's some weird guy over here doing disgusting things behind you. But she was she was busy shopping, trying to get that right toy. So She's she like, shut up, Lakeland. <laughs> I'm trying to get this toy. She finally realizes that the kid's distressed, asked him what was going on, what's happening. That's when the kid told her exactly what had happened. She freaks out, notices that her uh, pants have been tarnished, and now she's calling the uh, management to get involved. Management gets involved, they go through surveillance, they call the police, they say that you could see it, the entire act happen from a distance uh, on their surveillance videos. The police ended up taking some still pictures, posting them around trying to catch the guy. Well, I guess Elias Floor here had a bit of a guilty conscience because the next day at 8 p.m., he went ahead and turned himself in. He admitted to masturbating inside the store. He admitted to doing what he did to the woman's pants and all that in front of a child under the age of 16. Now he's looking at a felony and a misdemeanor. Good. For being grossed. Oh, my God. Disgusting. I want to know how one gets to that point. You got to be ready. Ready. Ready to go. Uh, I mean, different. Uh... What? Different situations, what? different folks. <laughs> right, right. I'd just be too afraid to be like, no, stop looking at me, Elsa. <laughs> or maybe that's what maybe, maybe that's that, what do it. Maybe yeah. you're answering your own question. Maybe so. Maybe so. Apparently Elsa was after <laughs> created up for a porn star. <laughs> right, whatever. Uh fast food fast food employee caught peeing in restaurant Gross. kitchen. Now there is God a video damn. for this. It's on our our page. Uh, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. A customer uh, named Robert was trying to get some late night food. It was uh, Sunday about 5 a.m., so Saturday night into Sunday morning at this 24-hour Mexican food restaurant, and he was having trouble getting somebody to uh, answer his call on the uh, drive-thru. So he decided to peer into a window, and what does he see when he peers? He sees someone peeing, and he decides <laughs> to video it. And at first you're like, wait, I don't know if he's really, is he really going to the bathroom, it's hard to tell, but at one point you do see him oh, okay, do a little there it shake. Is. Oh my god! Yuck! And yuck, zip yuck. everything back up. Gross. Of course, the guy called the health department. Of course, the health department closed down the restaurant, and they've had to been forced to clean and sanitize the whole kitchen, and has oh, to pa pass a follow up inspection. I just things. checked; they uh, just uh, re reopened last night. So. Oh. God. They are open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's more than twice, bro. <laughs> uh, and if you want to check local restaurants and what their food inspections have been, I provided the link for that as well. Oh, that's nice. And I went and looked on the Yelp because I was like, a Mexican food restaurant open 24 hours? Oh, yeah. Not, not like a Taco Bueno. I'm talking like full-on carne asada. Right, yeah, we right, had one right. of those in Tucson, and that's where like we would go after parties. That was right. the hangout. And so I went on Yelp and stuff, and a lot of people were posting, uh, like, the videos mm -hmm. of, like, what happened and giving them a one-star review. And just like, calm down. It's not the restaurant's fault. It's just that one guy. Yeah, but yeah, that but doesn't... Yeah, but yuck. I'm, I'm he's, sorry. He's Ew. urinating in the kitchen. He's not in the bathroom doing right. it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. one guy deciding to rub lettuce <laughs> on his right. taint. Right, right, This right. is a man... You, you ever heard... the? 
Um, th- this is a man deciding to urinate in an open area yeah. where the floor <laughs> drain is, yeah. where yeah. food is prepared. Yeah, that That is not just a w- individual problem. I mean, it is, but now there's, because of... Um, uh, I'm not. I don't want to say the word, but because you ever worn sandals when you've gone to the bathroom? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're like, I don't remember washing the yeah. and dripping water on my. <laughs> yes. Kids. Yeah. That that's kind <laughs> of the same problem. Also, if you spray. By the way, number one reason I don't wear flip flops. That if, reason right there makes if, sense, but it's okay because it's your own. If he's doing Hopefully. that, <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh my god. How close are urinals? I mean, Slippery. I don't know because I don't see true, anything. True. I really don't pay attention when guys pee. Another reason. Well, not also, to I've use never been trough. in a man's bathroom. <laughs> Ick. Uh, <laughs> if he's brave enough to do that, there's other things he's done. True, you don't yeah. just start by peeing in a kitchen. Not, no, 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 no. No, guy, guys will go to the bathroom in odd places. I've, I've seen guys do it driving down the road. Yeah. I've seen I've seen it in cornfields. I mean, on boats, like yeah. kitchen sink, whatever. Yeah. So Yuck. It, it's a little, I, I don't believe this is like the second thing they've done, <laughs> right? Most men are pretty free about where they go That's the to fun urinate. part about being a dude. We can really right. go wherever yeah. we want. Yeah, yeah go you. Yeah. The nasties. They sell cups for you guys. For uh, real. That is just, those are disgusting. So listen. Do you want a drip pan? No. So listen, there. So it's, it's yeah, a funnel. I know, but it's a drip it's a funnel. Fu- it's so great. It's, it's a funnel. It's, it's not dis- a drip pan. It's literally disgusting. <laughs> a drip pan is a baking sheet you put underneath the engine of your car to catch oil. <laughs> right. This this is not that. Yeah, it's it's super gross. It Maybe, but the whole process is gross. Yeah, but, um, okay, yuck. Just, you and your penises, yuck. If this was the dump podcast, I would explain why I think it's not that gross, but I'm not going to. Okay, maybe we could do that today. Okay, that's go. fine. Uh, uh, which you can hear on the iHeartRadio app. Download it today. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Pop is out uh, for the holidays, so he's not here this week. Um, So Sam is going to cover sports, and I have a new sports bed for Sam. So we're going to let Sam do sports. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. Oh, that's your cue. Oh, no. Of athletic competition. So, Drew Brees, he broke broke, uh, Peyton Manning's record for the most touchdown passes in his career last night. Yeah, and so now he has 540. So, that's a very big deal. Yeah. He's hotter than Peyton, too, so that's why I also rooting for him. Okay. (laughs) It's usually a big factor. Yeah. Have you ever seen the picture of him with his umpteen children? Like, he's got a ton of kids. Like, a ton. Drew Brees does? Yes. Like, Catholic lot of children. Well, he's rich enough. He can take care of them. And he's throwing 
like cat, like like you know, Nerf balls in the house, like under throwing, underarm throwing them to catch them on the couch, and they keep going and going and going and going and going. So he's training them, but not the daughter. It's a very bizarre video. Well, when she's eighteen. I'll give you attention. <laughs> right. What? That got weird real quick. <laughs> right, that was awkward. Yeah. Uh, and then the other story I have is Josh Gordon, he got banned again for, um, from the NFL for substance abuse. And this, this is no one shocked, by the way. This is his sixth suspension since 2013. And even uh, the coach was saying that, like, oh, our heart goes out to him for him to have to deal, deal with this again. Yeah. So, I mean, what are you supposed to say? Mm, I guess that. Yeah, as the employer, you go. Yeah, we hope he figures it out. Did uh, did it say what substance he's abusing? No, it just it. They're like being super vague. I tried to find what it is, what his problem is, but they just Mm. keep saying different forms of substance abuse. Mm. Yeah, I know it's been weed before. I think, and I think it's been opiates before. Okay, Uh, it's not a hundred percent clear. On what his issue is. Some were saying it was a mental thing and he was in a mental facility. Oh, wow. But I, again, there's so many conflicting things that I don't know mm-hmm. what but what it was. If, it, if it's like a mental thing, then they wouldn't suspend you for that from the NFL, right? If you were taking drugs, you weren't supposed to, yes. Oh, plus a mental thing. Yeah, because yeah, you're, breaking, you're breaking the rules. Yeah, you can't do that. And if you're, if you're someone at any job who's mentally unstable, mm-hmm. they can remove you from the job to be evaluated. I was wondering if like in there... Because this has happened so many times before, whenever they hired him, if they're like, we're going to give you this amount of money, but if you get caught doing drugs, then sorry, oh, yeah. you're done. I mean, that's already in their contract, but you can hire somebody who's a danger, mm-hmm. who's got a history of being a mess up, and go, hey, you get no, this is the warning. So you're, don't As get opposed your money. To, yes. As opposed to like Tom Brady, who probably doesn't have that in his contract. Correct. He would get multiple passes. Gordon's played for like three different teams this year. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, whoever their coach is, they're like, all right, buddy, you know that if you get caught with anything, then you're donezo, and we're not going to give you your money. Belichick is considered one of the more tolerant coaches Mm -hmm. and ability to, like, manage players. Mm -hmm. And even he was like, no, you're done. Oh, that makes you kind of sad for that guy. Why? You just said it was his sixth suspension. How many passes does he, how many lives does this cat have? How many passes? Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe because he's really, maybe he's addicted to weed, man. <laughs> Listen, if he's got an addiction, then right. I hear what you're saying, but six times for something that's like, you know, such a, an achievement in life. To be in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's, you're a, right. it's not a right. You get that. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that, but it still makes you feel bad for him. Yeah. Okay. That's Flaps the Floor Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. All right. Stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30 second break, but we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I have this four-year-old daughter that, uh, and, a, and a two-year-old, but a, this, my four-year-old can talk and do all these things, and the, uh, the, the, the two-year-old's starting to get that way, and uh, there's a weird correlation between my four-year-old and Sam, so I thought we'd play a little game. It's time for... 
humble servants. <laughs> so, Sam or Scarlet? I will say a phrase, and then Gimpy will decide whether it's Sam or Scarlet. Love it. Nose reindeer are real. God damn it. <laughs> That's a Scarlet thing. <laughs> have you asked her? Yes. I don't have to. I know she knows. Also, I We've was watching pictures of them. I was watching Frozen, and I realized that that was a reindeer too. Ah, and uh, I was like, but that's a cartoon. <laughs> that one's not real. Yeah, that one's. A, yeah, that but one's... Sven had him, so I was like, I was like, oh, I should have known. Why didn't I think of Frozen? <laughs> yeah, that's Scarlet. <laughs> knows Santa isn't real. Knows that Santa is not real. Yes, that's Sam. That's Sam. It's debatable. Right, that, right. One's, that one's a that one's a push. <laughs> Jeff's my Santa. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This one's a little. This one's a little tough. Wears footsie pajamas. Oh, sweet Jesus! Yeah, wears uh, footsie pajamas. Is there an option for both? <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. You could say Sam, Scarlet, or both. I'm gonna go with both then. <laughs> uh, really? No, it's Sam. Mm. Scarlet doesn't wear the footy pajamas. No, she's huh? grown out of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they make adult ones for a reason. <laughs> for adult children. I don't care. I love my onesie. <laughs> I get so excited to wear it. <laughs> I do. One zip, you're done. Uh, sits yep. on. <laughs> Sam or Scarlet sits on an old man's lap and asks for things. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both, except one doesn't know that one. Right. <laughs> uh, what old man's lap have I sat on? Are you currently dating one? All right, here we go. 75. That's 75. 75. I mean, okay, he is older. <laughs> okay. I don't think of it as an old man. He's Not, older, he's an a, old man. Okay, okay. Wears light up shoes. Oh, oh, okay. Sammy's usually into like the the stripper boots and and, and <laughs> sneakers like that. So I'm going to just say Scarlet likes the I light don't up have shoes. Stripper boots. You have no stripper shoes. Okay, I've, well, okay, but one like total sex shoes that you wear for date night or whatever that you would never wear anywhere except a date. I do have thigh highs. Yeah, I consider that. that. But they're not light up. Mm. No, they don't light up. <laughs> Would be awesome if they did. Sam or Scarlet plays and collects action figures. Ooh. Both. Both. Both because Listen, you, you're only going to allow three more boths, okay. Mr. Fence Rider. Okay, well, no, I say that because Sam's got this, she's got that little baby Groot thing that she's been hel- holding on to for, for years. And then Scarlet, obviously, because she's a child and has yeah. toys. Yeah. That's why I say both yeah. on that one. Yeah. Uh, it's Sam. Okay. Scarlet doesn't collect any action figures yet. Yeah. Too yet. Well, um. I saw yesterday that there's a Baby Yoda that is being made. Yep. I'm like, I effing need that. I love Baby Yoda so much. Breaks things and expects someone else to fix them. Oh, Jesus, that's Sam. <laughs> that is both, actually. <laughs> yeah. Scared of elevators. Oh, that's Sam. I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't know how many elevators Scarlett's been on besides the ones here, and I don't think she's near as scared as Sam is. That is Scarlett. I'm sorry, that is Sam. Scarlett isn't afraid of him. She likes going in elevators. By the way, this morning, me and Steve Scott got into an elevator, and whatever, we were just talking about our morning, get in the elevator, I press five. No. 
No. And then Sorry, it stops Steve. on three for absolutely no reason. It wasn't uh, – the three was not pushed. It was not lit up. And we both did the thing to go, and it didn't. I was like, I'm so glad that you were on this elevator with me because if this evil-ass haunted elevator just yeah. stopped at the third floor to pick up some dead person ghost. Right. Or the people then, that are on three that pushed it and then changed their mind how to go back to their desk. Oh, got to go to the bathroom. Oh. Yeah, but why were they going up? To go to use our bathroom. They do it all the time. That is a true statement. I'm the only one here from like 4 to 5.30-ish or something like that. Go in there to use the bathroom when this wasn't that long ago. And I'm like, there's feet under that stall. Yeah, happens all the time. Who is that? We're doing Sam or Scarlett yells, this is boring, in a public setting. Scarlett. (laughs) That is Sam. (laughs) 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 Pretends you can't hear someone talking to them. Sam. That is also Sam, yes. <laughs> huh? uh, keeps telling a joke when they don't know how it goes. <laughs> I want to say both, but we're going to go with Scarlett. <laughs> that is both. Mm. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Uh, assumes everyone is super interested in their rambling stories. <laughs> uh, uh. Gimpy, you shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth before you answer that. <laughs> Judging by that answer, I'm going to go with uh, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Believes her shoes make her faster. <laughs> we know Sam ain't running nowhere, so <laughs> I'm going to say Scarlet on that one. No, but she does believe if you stood near a ping pong table, that makes you an excellent yes, ping pong yes, player. Yes. So <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Shut it. Uh, when visiting someone's house, they ignore everyone at the house and just play with the dogs. Sam. <laughs> Sam puppies. That's true. Uh, and then the last one I have here for Sam or Scarlett uh, looks at a picture book but calls it reading. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm, think really hard on this one. <laughs> Sam. It, it is both, both. actually. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Does Google images count. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've done research by Google imaging. <laughs> Hmm. My daughter brought me three different things. She broke. And was like, here, Dad, fix this. Because that's what dads do. Yeah. They fix things. Yeah, I can only fix things so many times. <laughs> I can't glue on top of glue on top of glue. Right, then you just got a mold of glue and whatever this junk is. How many times in this studio and I'm like, ah, oh, my computer, I need help. It's whatever blue screening me. I can't get it to work. Daily. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. 75. That's 75. That does happen a lot. Daily. There is, y- your headphones are currently broken. You're expecting yeah. someone else to deal with it. No, I just can't find colored ones. You're expecting... You, you can't call them that anymore. I know. <laughs> that sounded really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I felt guilty immediately after I said that. What's wrong with your headphones? That's irrelevant. Uh. The, the point is, is that she had Jeff looking and researching to find color ones. Yeah, because he's the one that So that's these. my point, is that he's got to find and solve the problem for and it. And I 100% have sent him pictures of like hair that was ripped out of my head because of my headphones. Like, get on it, man. Like, help! <laughs> no, I said, help! Yeah, that's that's a get on it, man. <laughs> yeah, he's better at that stuff. <laughs> he's better at Googling, huh? He's better yeah. at work? Yeah, well, no, he's better at, like... <laughs> Shut up. He's. Be- I don't know, he's better at, like, finding... Making a commitment? Finding things. Not that! <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I think you're doing fine, Jeff. I have no issue with you. Right, right. Yes. Keep up the good work, sir. Sam's the one almost crying. She's laughing so hard at that. <laughs> oh, that was easy. <laughs> way, way too easy. Uh, there was another one I had, mm-hmm. and it was um, brags about winning. Um, what was it? Brags about winning incidental awards. So like all of us. No, like, yeah. I mean, I brag about my more jokingly my Valley Park Lanes eighth grade Pepsi Bowling Championship. Mm-hmm. But you and your singing competition that you came in second. The Britney Spears Lookalike Contest? Judged by our Travis Meyer? I think it was third. <laughs> Give yourself a little bit of credit. Take second. If you're going to brag about it, just say first. For real. Well, I don't want to lie because, you know, Travis Meyer lives here and I don't want him to think you about think the You think Travis Britney- Meyer I think is he- going to go, hold on, she's fibbing. <laughs> I've had just about enough of this farce. <laughs> I remember back in 1990-whatever. Yeah, what year yeah, was that? 2000-something. I was oh, yeah. I was like in seventh grade or whatever, and the girl that won was a skank and a thong underwear on. <laughs> she's Good just God. playing a part. I, I mean, I get that, but of course she you won. You mean her costume was more accurate, and so you're pissed. Yeah. I had like this well, bohemian look because I tried to dress like her in the I'm not a girl, not yet a woman video. <laughs> but not singing that song. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. And then the other girl, she had like bra on, thong underwear outside, the I'm a slave for you <laughs> video. How old were you at this point in time? I think I was like in sixth grade, so seventh grade. So you're looking at uh, 12, 13 years old? Yeah. And these little girls with their thongs on and well, their the, little that's short what I'm saying. I was, a, I was young. I think she was like 18, so it was better that she won. Oh, okay. So this wasn't like a class thing. This no. was just a whoever wanted to enter this was contest. Like, Got yeah, it. I thought it was like a class news, thing. Like, okay. I'm going to do this. Well, yeah, of course she won then. She's she's dressed like a whore and a beige. Yeah, she deserved it. She could probably party at the Britney concert and she's I like couldn't. She's like pole dancing and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All these other moms are like, oh, no. Like, what, how, how are we going to tell little Sammy? Travis is like, yes! Contestant number six! What was the prize? Tickets to her concert. Okay. Yeah. That were somewhere else. Probably my mom was like, oh, I know you're not going to win. I'm just going to take this to you because, you know, I don't want you to get those tickets and I have to take you somewhere else for a concert. But I was upset. I have no memory of my parents or me wanting to be in some sort of talent contest where a prize was awarded. I remember being in a like the talent show at school. Yeah. But that was only because they made everybody do something. Really? Yes. You had to participate. Either you could participate that way or you had to build the stage or you had to run lights yeah. or you had to do... You had yeah, to do something. You had to participate. You couldn't just sit in the crowd with the parents. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just, you know, juggle or whatever stupid thing I did. <laughs> I was in all the talent shows and I took it very seriously. And how many did you win? Well, no, you never won. There was never a winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Yes. Everybody's a Everybody's winner. Everybody's a winner. To- yeah. Listen, we have the winner for tonight's eighth grade talent show. <laughs> Everybody's a winner. Hey, no, you job. just you just you just did the performance, and then your mm-hmm. friends were like, "Oh, you were awesome. You were the best." That's mm-hmm. all that happened. Of course, they have to tell you because I'm that. a millennial, and they're like, "We're not gonna <laughs> make someone feel bad." Right. <laughs> were you in any talent competition? Do you remember anything like that? Me? No. No, 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 no. Not talent uh, shows like that. We did have them, uh, but I wasn't a part of them. We weren't mandated like you were. 
I remember when I was it was living in California, it was the third grade Mrs. Sweeney's class, okay? Um, and there was a gal, there was a couple of girls that did like a hula kind of sort of thing, Hawaiian dance, grass skirt, and the whole jive or whatever. We had some Hawaiian girls in her class, and they did really good at it. And then we had this one old little white girl that's like Sam or whatever that, you know, wanted to get in on it, wanted to do the hula dance, and she froze on stage. Yeah, And she amazing. started bawling, crying, and then everybody starts laughing and whatnots. It was actually really bad. Really we, bad experience for her. When I was in the seventh grade, I did the Fat Boy Slim song. Right about now. That song, what? yeah. For like, you danced to it? Yeah, me and my friend Taylor danced to that song, and we got like leather pants and just shiny shirts. <laughs> and oh we, my god, is, does that is there a video of that somewhere? <laughs> okay, I know that they for sure. Dance, Sammy. Dance. Doing the robot. Me and my over exaggerated arm pushes. <laughs> Me and my friend practiced a really long time for that. For this, was there some sort of this? <laughs> Maybe, probably. Like Popping your hip. <laughs> we had chairs too. Sure. Yeah. Because at some point you have to turn the chair around. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Sit in it the wrong yes. way. Oh yeah. 100%. And then swing and it flip around. Flip your hair back. Yeah. <laughs> Little Goodness baby gracious. Oh but my god. When we did that, we did that in front of you. Did it every time once in front of the school, and you did it at night for parents. We did it in school, and my stupid bitch friend Taylor messed up, and then she hit me like I messed up in front of everybody, and I got super embarrassed because she was the one that ran into me and then hit me on the side of my neck as if I did something wrong. So like, my whole Is it possible school, you were in the wrong? No, she was just a bitch. I wasn't. I was good. I knew the steps. Practice hard. Uh, so I hold on with that thought. The I'm I'm good. How many talent shows or any talent type of competition have you won? Before you answer, I I would never. The only talent competition I ever won mm -hmm. was during the post prom. They did a karaoke contest, and I did it to right said Fred. <laughs> That's like karaoke and to and won a hundred bucks. Yeah. So I don't even okay. know. I don't even remember how many people actually entered. So. Mm -hmm. You want a hundred bucks? Yes. Yeah. It's the only reason I did it. Hell yeah. So I did Barbie Girl when I was in fifth grade. Then I did Destiny's Child Jumpin' Jumpin'. Did a dance to that. Then Fat Boy Slim. Then I sang to... This is all in one night? No, this is like oh, the, 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 the careers. careers. Oh, you're giving me the, the resume. Career. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm giving you the resume. <laughs> and then I sang and danced to Try Again by Aaliyah. And then... My, that, God damn. Yeah. Right? That's I mean, a horrible choice. What? It was a really popular song at the time. And I sang it good. I had a karaoke machine in my room. And so I felt like I nailed it. <laughs> and then in... <laughs> Which part are you singing? Well, this part I'm dancing. And then when I start singing... <laughs> and then there's like a breakdown where someone raps and I dance the chair there too. I like chairs. And then I did... Right, I it's someone else to do the work. Yeah. And then I did I Love Rock and Roll by Britney Spears, not Joan Jett. Mm. And then I did The Darkness, I believe in a thing called love. What? Yeah, that one, that was my freshman year. All the other ones they didn't... You, you didn't sang win. that? Mm -hmm. You sang that? Yeah, because... No... Way. I promise. Uh, listen, okay. you're a better singer than me. Uh huh. 
you can't hit that pitch. I, I'm with you. So I'm with you. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know. Good. But all the other ones were from like fifth grade to, that was middle school and elementary school. And then my freshman year, that was like high school, serious talent show. And my friend Nick had like dared me because I liked that song and I sang it all the time obnoxiously to do that in a talent show. And he was like, if you do that, I'll buy you whatever it was. And so I was like, okay. And I think I wore a shirt that said something about it being a dare. But I was awful, like really, really bad because this, like you can't There's sing that song. There's gotta be video song. of these somewhere. You, they I can't sing so. that song and be good. And so, anyways, this other girl sang My All by Mariah Carey and she was really bad, but she tried. And so I ended up winning just because. What? Yeah, I The time you didn't care and didn't try no. is the time you won. Yeah, but I just was like, I suck at this song. I'm not very good. So I'm just going to dance and own it. Whatever. I still win because Nick's going to buy me something just for doing this. And then that was the end of my talent show. And then careers. you actually won. Yeah, and then I actually won. <laughs> it's was it weird to be in such a short talent competition with two entries? No, there was a bunch of other people, but I just remember feeling bad for my that other girl that like she really tried and sang a Mariah Carey song and wore like this dress and I felt So why don't you just like give it to her? Be like, because listen, she's the real winner. I'm not I'm not, uh, not a kind person. I'm not Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. You're not going to get a piece of my crown. Get the f out of here. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. I would love to hear you sing that song. Yeah, that I remember being on stage and like right when they were about to call me on, I had the shirt with the glitter, and I was like, my voice was going out because I was getting so scared. And then when sure. I got on stage, they played it. I was like, what? I'm already here. <laughs> so I, I'm going to pull it up, and I want you to take us to break with it. Oh, my God. I, you can't be more nervous now than yeah, you were. Yeah, because there was a max of 80 people in that stadium, and there's, uh, there's only two of us. Yeah. There's only two Come of us. On. We're the only ones watching. There's man. only two of us. Award-winning <laughs> Sam Crossan <laughs> singing I Believe in a Thing Called Love. <laughs> can't explain all the feelings that you're making me feel. That's not bad. Pops in overdrive and you're behind the steering wheel. Why are you sounding like Britney a little bit? <laughs> I'm trying. Touching you. Oh, touching me. Yeah. Touching you because you're touching me. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. <laughs> KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. And that's how you have a chance to win tickets to see the Black Crows as they're going to be in town in June. And it's time for the final Sing Sing of the Year. Let's play a game. The current record of Sing Sing is? Well, I am in the lead with 16. Corby, you have 14. Sammy, way back there with nine. And last week's winner was? Oh, uh, that'd be me. So Corbin and Sam will be playing the final Sing Sing of the year. Let's get our contestants. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Ryan. Ryan, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. Who do you want to recluse, Sam or Corbin? Uh, let's go with Corbin. Ryan, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Yes. All right. This is a 
90s song, and it's a rap dance song. By, uh, and the song in the song they wear this uh, these parachute pants that are very large, and it's a dance actually where you go side to side. Uh, MC Hammer, Hammer Time. Uh, not Hammer Time. This is the other one. Um, if something were to hot were hot, and you tried to put your finger on it, you would say. Uh, if I take my finger and put it on your skin, I have just done what to you? Uh, can't touch this. There you go. Uh, the, another rap group, they wore their clothes backwards. And this is a song, and they were two brothers, and they would... Um, Crisscross. Yes. There, uh, there's really only one song by them. Uh, jump. Say it again. Uh, jump, jump. There you go. Uh, this is the uh, the Stings band and the stalking song. Uh, the police. Uh... Time. Two is what right. we got, Ryan. Two, man. It's a little bit different when you're playing the game live, isn't it? It is, man. It is. Yeah. Hang on the line, man. Two might be good enough. All right. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, uh, my name is Billy. Hey, Billy. How are you? Pretty good, man. You and Sam, 60 seconds. You got to beat two. Are you ready? Yeah. There you go. Okay, this is um, the band, the Armenian, and they're very political. They're not together Just anymore. Yes, and then this is the ketchup song. <laughs> uh, ketchup song. Um, I don't know. BYOB, Chop Suey. There you go. You got it. Uh, okay, this is, oh, okay. What, this is like a song that was also, I think, like 90s, and they talk about drinking, and um, you have a bath. Wamba, tap something. There you go. Um, okay. The band name, this is, I think that, that Tawny Katane girl was like on the car in this video. It's like an 80s. Uh, Warrant Cherry Pie? No, this is like an 80s um, hair band. Snake. Uh, yeah, here yes. I go again. Yes, there you go. Oh, oh, making my way downtown. Did it? Making my. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Crews does a thing about this in. <laughs> oh, in White Chicks? Um, I, uh, I can't remember the song. Okay, not, not, um, a. Um, a hundred, but what's the next domination denomination? Not a hundred, but um, add another zero. Time, time, time. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Bad. It's good enough oh, for the my win. Goodness. Uh, Billy, hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, we sucked, man. We did not win. I'm sorry, man. Oh, uh, that's all right. You're getting good clues. All right, buddy. Have today. All right, man. Have a great day. You too. Denomination, isn't that money? Yeah. Yeah, but I was trying to get him to be like, okay, a hundred, a thousand, like the next denomination. The no- next nomination? Denomination. That's a dollar figure. Yeah, so you go a hundred, a thousand, like that's the next, if you add another zero, that's the next denomination of numbers. No, I denomination like I'm is... using m- that right. I feel like you're not. Maybe you are, but I thought denomination was money. So the next denomination of a hundred dollar bill would be a five hundred dollar bill. That doesn't exist. Uh, okay, so there's five hundred dollar bills don't exist. No. There's two definitions for denomination. Oh, fun! The this first one, a recognized autonomous branch of the Christian Church. Okay, uh, uh. what denomination are you? Southern Baptist. And then the face value of a banknote, coin, or postage stamp, hundred dollars or so in small denominations. God damn it! Okay, 
I used that wrong. I'll say that. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> but I was just thinking, you know, you add another zero, then that's how you get to a thousand. The five hundred dollar bill has President McKinley on it. What? I've never seen one of these. Probably never neither have I. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Yeah, that's okay though. I should ask the bank for that. So now the final record. <laughs> oh, the what? Hold on. The one oh, that I yeah. messed up on was a thousand miles. Yeah, I don't know how you do this. In the, in the video, she's playing the piano on the back of a car in New York City. <laughs> what is that? That's what she does. That's what the song is. Nobody knows what you're doing right now. My mouth piano doesn't suck. You suck. First of all, your mouth piano does suck. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have said the same thing as you. Um, This is band that is also known as like, you know, who arrests you when you get drunk. Oh, their name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. it's the creepy song about what you do with your lungs when you exhale oxygen. Every breath you take. Yeah. All right, the final record, Gimpy. Well, that makes me champion at 16. Keeps Corbin second place with 14. Sammy finally made double digits, rounding the year out with 10. Did did we predict how we would do? We didn't do predictions on any of these this year. Well, congratulations, Gimpy, the Sing Sing uh, Victor. We're going to take a break. You know what? Where's my goddamn song for the ship's optioner victory, Gimpy? I'm playing it. (laughs) Oh, Corbin, then... Calm wow, down! It was the got final aggressive week. Really quick. Yeah, because I want I want a victory song too. Well, since we weren't here, we won't be here on Thursday, and she won last week. Can I, you just yeah appease the woman? Yeah, I'll Thank play you. it during the commercial break. Oh my god! You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282945. Sam is uh, covering sports for Pop as he is out, so let's go ahead and get sports started for Sam. Do you know what this is from, Sam? Spanning the globe to bring you the Mm -mm. variety of sports. It was a show on ABC, The Wide World of Sports, and they would cover anything before ESPN was a thing. And they would cover everything. Okay, that makes sense. Awesome. The human drama of athletic competition. Okay, so Vince Young, I love this story. Vince Young, he was a football player. He played for the Titans. He had a storage unit, and it had a bunch of memorabilia in it, but he didn't pay his storage fees. Not just and memorabilia. So, no, like awards, Heisman trophies. Trophy. Yeah, uh, like ID cards, a bunch of stuff. And he didn't pay it, so it went to auction, and some dude got it, and now he's auctioning off all that stuff, like you said. A Heisman trophy, an MVP trophy, like... There is a ton of stuff in there. He's got like the actual stuff with his like name on it and sure. his face on it. And so now this guy is um, asking for the MVP trophy. He's asking fifty thousand sure. dollars sure. for the MVP trophy. Sure. And um, currently he says that they were not able to get into contact with him about the stuff. So what do you do? Do you buy all your stuff back? Or be like OJ. <laughs> I would give one thing back for free. Just one? Yeah. Of your choosing? Yes. Yeah. 
So it could be like a, it could be a card. Yeah. Right. Like a rookie card or something like that. Whatever it is that. that's in, that was in your storage unit that mm-hmm. you failed to pay that mm-hmm. I have rightfully purchased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will be generous and let you pick one thing I'll you, you want for free. Thing. <laughs> kind of like the to toy take bin back, at the dentist. To take back. Kind of. I think that's I, very generous. I think that is super nice. Remember when my storage unit got stole the, or sold, the one in Broken Arrow? No. I didn't pay for it? No. Yeah, I thought I told you guys about this. Uh, no. no. Yeah, I had one in Broken Arrow, and it had like my military uniforms and like stuff from my house like when I lived when did this with happen? my husband. I don't know, like three years, four years ago. Oh, man. Like, it was... Like when uh, Jeff and I, we'd been together for like a year and I had been living in Brookside and I thought it was on auto pay, but I'd gotten all my stuff changed to that new address that I was living at. So it, they contacted me apparently and I don't know, maybe it got sent to my sister's house. But anyways, I just randomly thought about it and I was like, I should go there and just make sure everything's fine. And they're like, your stuff was sold. And I was uh, like, oh, so it had, I, I think probably it had a bunch of, like military stuff in there. I know my Nam was in there, and I I have one uniform military uniform left, but the other ones like my peanut butters, my black and tans were in there, and I had like you know this the stuff you put on it, and I I wish that he someone would have said like hey I'll give you one thing in here that would be nice. I think I had a ton of clothes and underwear in there yeah. too. Oh weird. <laughs> there's so, that means there's some stranger out there with your underwear. Yeah, for sure. Possibly wearing them. I that think, he didn't earn. More than I likely think, wearing. No, I think probably what happened is they looked in the storage unit and was like $15. And then they felt bad because they saw all oh. this military memorabilia. How? And then a bag of underwear, whatever, my clothes of stuff. And like random knickknacks and just stupid stuff that you hang up in your house. And then it was all gone. How much would be insulting that it sold for? Oh, um... If it was less than $500. I mean, they could only see boxes, right? They couldn't yeah. see that there was military uniforms and stuff in there. No, but I mean, I feel like there was a lot of stuff in there. I feel like Sure, but they could only see boxes. They can't see into the boxes, right? Right. Well, I mean, there were some tubs they could probably see through. And then um I think I had like a high heel chair in there. Like for well, <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, cuz I of had one in you my had house. A high, of course you did. And it was cheetah print. I was just about to say it was animal print. <laughs> yeah, I think that was in there too. <laughs> I just feel like that's appropriate for a cheetah printed high heel chair. I love that chair. And some lip And foam. not comfortable. No. My my ex Did you have a lip pillow too? <laughs> oh, for sure when I lived by myself. But then when I moved in with my ex husband, he was like, We're not putting this in our house. So I put it in the storage unit there and then it moved storage units. And I'm like, one day I'll put this high heel chair somewhere. And that didn't you happen. You did. You, you put did. it somewhere. Uh, yeah. And now it's in somebody else's house. You know, no way. stripping on Some it. Some homeless person sitting on it. No. <laughs> Listen, you it don't buy- It was a nice th- chair. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I feel like it was. I Listen, feel like- you buy stuff at Garden Ridge. That's not nice <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, he has a point. Anyway, so someone has my stuff out there. When so- they have 50 on display- <laughs> It's because nobody's buying them. Next to the Toblerones? <laughs> No. That's not a good deal, and that's not nice stuff. I, f- I mean, you had the same argument my ex-husband did, but I felt like <laughs> <laughs> I felt like for sure that I was going to have that in my house someday. Now, it's in somebody else's next to my underwear and my military uniforms. 
All right, that's Flaps of the Floor Sports. Somebody's wearing your underwear and your uniform sitting in that chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Gross. Named just, Steve. Just mouth breathing. <laughs> Ew. Look at me. Oh, Name, my God. Named August. I'm frozen. <laughs> this is right here. I'm in the Navy. <laughs> I'd give me, I'd give me hard. <laughs> okay, that's Flash the Floor Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. And this one says, Corbin, Sam, and Gimpy. Not to piss Sam off, but I'm getting married to my girlfriend in May. As getting married goes, we are merging things. She wants me to change my doctor to who she sees, which is her father. I think it's weird to go see her dad as my doctor. Specifically, I know whatever happens, he will share with her, or likewise, she can ask him anything. I don't have anything to hide, but I feel like she's asking too much. That would be so uncomfortable to have your dad as your doctor. Because I just think. Your general doctor to like prescribe you cold medicine? Yeah, but then, uh, like, all the other stuff, too. What other stuff does your general doctor see? Well, like, all the time when you go in, they ask you when your last period was, and, like, like they, I okay. just wouldn't want to tell my dad that, whatever, about my flow. Ugh. Yuck. Yeah, but if you had a, I could understand how that's foreign to you, but if you had a dad who was medically that way your whole life, it wouldn't feel foreign to you, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's still kind of weird. I think it's weird. To me, where's the boundary, right? Mm -hmm. When you're getting married, it's a weird catch-22. Like, when you're getting married and they're like, hey, let's merge banks, but that's not something you really want to do, you're like, you're in a weird situation. Because if you go against it... I already asked you the question, so now I feel cornered. Yeah. If it's something you're against, like this, you've created... It's an automatic riff. Oh, yeah. Because people jump to the worst... Right? She jumps to, oh, so what, you can get an STD and not... Wait, is that why you want me to have that doctor? Yeah, and it's weird because, like, of course the doctor's going to say something to whoever. His wife, whatever. I don't think they can. No. Something about I, HIPAA law. Yeah, I think they don't... Hip, I think, no, that's different. I, HIPAA laws. I think they can't say... Gimpy specifically has a STD, but he could be like, man, this guy came in today and he is not taking care of his STD in three months and it yeah. was raging. Yeah, you're right. So like <laughs> you go, you talk about work when you get home. So maybe specifically they're not saying your name, but you know, if your, your son-in-law has an appointment that day and then you're telling your wife, ho, 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 somebody came in today with gonorrhea, <laughs> like you're going to share that. I would, I would think so. You just think about your significant other and like what you guys talk about at work. You're gonna, I guarantee. Yeah. I know that my doctors have talked about me to their significant others. That's just what it is. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything that's happened at my doctor that I wouldn't want my wife to know. And I can't think of anything. My wife and I share the same doctor. But that wasn't like we got married and you're like, you should have the same doctor I did. Mm-hmm. She was looking for another doctor. I'm like, my doctor's awesome. Yeah, and it's also not your dad or your mom or Very family valid point. member of something like that. Valid. 
And why does marriage all of a sudden change that? Like we're married, so now you got to go see my dad. You're in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> people, there are people that do that when they get married. Like we've got to change everything so we have the same stuff. There are people that do that. Yeah, not me. Yeah, you. You've already done it. You you go see the dentist. He sees. Oh, that's true. But it's kind of the same thing. It wasn't because we're in a relationship, so go see my dentist. He's like, my dentist is awesome, and you know he's a family friend. He'll be nice to you. That was it. Mm. Right. I'm sure that's it. Look, go to my daddy. He's very nice. Oh, and he's family. That is weird. He's got warm hands. Yeah. I don't know, but your mouth is so much different than your body. This is true. No, I'm talking about like <laughs> what can go wrong in your mouth versus what can go wrong in your body are two different things. Like, right. I don't care. Herpes. Yeah. 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 And well, herpes. Yeah. But the, your, your dentist isn't going to be like, you know, prescribing you stuff right. for herpes. Right. You go to your regular doctor for that. So I feel like that's different. Dentist and doctor. Dentist all day. Listen, logically work it out any way you want. Yeah. I think that this is a little bit bizarre, and I'm curious to what listeners think. Guy's getting married, and his fiance wants him to switch doctors and go see the doctor she sees, which is her dad. And he's not very comfortable with it. He feels like she's asking too much. What do you think? 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Text came in says, that would be easy and save some money, but takes away your privacy and is super weird. It shouldn't take away your privacy. Legally. Legally, no, but we are all people. And Sam nailed it, man. Uh, He's going to go home and talk to his wife or talk to, you know, he's going to end up talking to the daughter. Hey, I seen Steve come in today. And uh, by the way, you know, people just talk. I know they're not supposed to, but people do. Yeah, and I expect them to. And also, if my family member was a doctor and my and Jeff went to go see them, I would 100% expect her to tell me if he didn't. Favorite text of the day. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> what were you going to say, Sam? Well, that, like, even if it's the, oh, it saves money because your dad's not going to charge you, right? Uh, like, maybe that's the angle? Is that... Maybe... I'm a believer on certain things you get what you pay for. And if you are seeing a doctor that you're not paying for, then if you get bad service or whatever, you can't complain because you're getting it for free. I mean, you can, Ooh, but... Yeah, but what if you, what if your father-in-law misses your cancer? That's and what then I'm saying. And now you're mad at daddy because he didn't, you know, do due diligence. Uh, here's a text. Oh, you rich people and your doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't want my father-in-law doing my prostate exam. Excellent point. Uh, excellent thing to point out. Uh, yeah, valid argument. There we go. Um, let's see. Mike is on. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. You? Good, sir. What do you think? Honestly, it's, I think it's that's trouble waiting to happen. How so? Well, again, as you as you guys already said, her dad could easily tell her what is wrong with him and what's been going on with him. Um, tell you the truth, I got a doctor in my family who who is my uncle, so I kind of see. So it's kind of kind of the same point as that. Any family member could ask for what. I'm trying to stay here. They could ask what's wrong with you, and your uncle doctor would tell them. Yes. Okay. And um, so if you were to have gonorrhea, would you then not go to your uncle? 
Uh, no, I wouldn't go to my uncle anyway for that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If it's something embarrassing, you're not going to go to your doctor uncle. Or if it's something uh-huh. super personal, it's only if you know you got the sniffles and you need a Z-pack yeah, when you go visit would, your yeah, uncle. Yeah, but that would create even a worse scenario that you went to a doctor not... Like now you're hiding, you're going to the, you're going to the doctor from your partner. Yeah, still, I, I, I think it's going to be cause, cause him more trouble. I, either way he goes, it's going to cause him more trouble. If he doesn't go to her, go to her dad, it's going to cause him trouble. If she, if he does, does, it's going to cause him trouble still. So no matter what he does, it's going to be a, cause him uh, trouble anyway. Right on, Mike. Thank you so much, man. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. See you later. I think he's Danger Will Robinson. Because if you don't go because you want, quote, privacy, mm-hmm. you, it, it's going to be a thing digested and- that you want it diabolically. Yeah, I, at Thanksgiving, you know, your the dad's gonna make some statement like, "Oh, how are you feeling?" I wouldn't know because I'm not your doctor. Like, oh god, be that's some, so petty. There'll Ugh. be some jab because he's gonna be like, "Oh, you don't think I'm good enough to be your doctor?" Like, I could see both the wife being like, "That's my dad. He's wonderful. He's a great doctor," and the dad doctor being like, "Why wouldn't you want to see me? What are you hiding?" Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm hiding. Yeah. My gonorrhea. I'm hiding. Right. I would say that. I'd be like, I'm just hiding my STDs. I'm sorry, STIs. Oh, God. If you want to bring it up at Thanksgiving, we can talk about it if you'd like. Yeah, that's so uncomfortable. Uh, Dina is on. Hi, Dina. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, Dina. What do you think? I think it's free, and I think you shouldn't hide anything from your mate. And if that's your husband or your wife. Um, there shouldn't be any secrets, so why True. would anything your dad knows? True, but um, here's the question, Dina. Here's here's the question. Uh-huh. When your partner asks you for something that makes you uncomfortable or is a boundary for you, how do you say no to it without creating a riff? I guess you do have to create certain boundaries, but um, something like that, like health issues, I would think that um, you would both, know exactly what you're getting into before you get married. True, but you don't know well, what's going to happen in the boundary. future. I don't know about that boundary exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe other ones. Because even if but you're... it's free. Even if <laughs> <Right>? you're... Even, <laughs> uh, nobody's saying it's free. I don't know where this free part's coming from. <laughs> right? Just because it's your, your, your wife or soon-to-be wife's father doesn't mean it's free. Okay, well, if I had to pay for it, no, I wouldn't pay my father-in-law. Okay. <laughs> right on, Dina. Have yeah, a great day. I mean, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. I I don't know if it's free. That doesn't. I don't know if that's a guarantee. My dad's still got to make money, right? He's got to pay his, yeah. you know, crew. Yeah. And you better not be charging me to look at my penis. Like I'm saying, that guy. Like, cause it, like you know, doctors have to look at your guys' junk. No. And so we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. The amount of times my doctor uh-huh. in the history of having a doctor has looked at my penis mm-hmm. <laughs> without, you know, you going and being like, Hey, I need you to look at my wiener. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, there's an itch or whatever. Yeah. 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 That I've asked, I've asked for it. <laughs> Zero. None. We've talked about this. The only time I can ever recall is having a hernia check twice in my life. Mm-hmm. 44 years, twice. 
Minus when I was, a, you know, a baby and, you know, all that stuff that yeah. I wasn't a part of. Yeah. Gimpy, what about you? Yeah, about the same. It, hmm. Unless it's asked for, like, hey, I was with a woman of loose morals. I need you to test me. <laughs> you know, then, then but that's... But you're asking but for you're them to look at your junk. Outside of that, it's, you know, a physical for either a sports thing or a job, and that's a turn your head and cough. And that's that's it. How often do you get a turn your head and cough? When any time a job calls for it. Like, I applied for Coca-Cola back in... 2001, something like that. You had that. to have a physical. And I had to have a physical, and that was, that was part of it. Why do they care about your scrot? It's, it's not your scrot. It's, it's, it's if you have a hernia. It's a hernia because you're oh. lifting heavy stuff. Oh, and it, and okay, gotcha. technically not. It's behind. Two fingers behind. Not too far back. <laughs> That's just a good time. But there is the part where, if, if anything, <laughs> having your prostate checked is far more a concern. Oh, Mr. Jellyfinger. How often does that happen? Not until you're over 50. Yeah. Unless oh, there's a history of your family. Okay. I didn't know so that there's, either. So there's no somebody looking at your junk. God, my vagina gets looked at way more than anybody else's penis. Right. And that now sucks. let's talk about the doctor. How many times the doctor looks at it? <laughs> Shut up, Gimpy. Uh, Pat is on. Hi, Pat. How are you? Good. Good. Pat. Yeah, you know, there's the, you know, you talked about how. You know, he'd, he'd be afraid that he'd share it with, you know, his, his, his new wife, whatever. Um, but aside from the HIPAA laws where he can't do all of that, you, you guys are feeling, forgetting about the whole factor of it's my father-in-law. You know, I mean, there's already traditionally tension there, you know, when you go meet your, you know, your potential wife's new, uh, you know, your, your, their dad. I mean, there's already that tension there. And then, you know, if you go see your doctor, you want to have a comfortable relationship. And, you know, taking that out of the picture you know, I mean, just the fact that you're going to see your father-in-law, that's, yeah. that's one thing. I think you know? Pat's making an excellent point. You, It's important to have a really good relationship with your doctor. And one, to just change abruptly because you're getting married is kind of bizarre and I think weird. On top of that, it, you're, it's your father-in-law. Suddenly you have to have a weird relationship. An intimate relationship, like he's going to order details of your life with your with your father in law. He's going to order painful, you right. know, exams for you to have just to make you suffer because he doesn't like you very much. Like, Potentially, we're going to need to take a needle through you. And are you a doctor, Pat? No, I'm. A, but I'm in the insurance field. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with HIPAA laws and all that. Yeah, sure. Now, as someone who's familiar with HIPAA laws, do you talk in anonymity about cases to like your wife? Uh, I do, but I can't use specifics like so and so's name and stuff. I can say, "Had hey, yeah. talked to this lady today that had this situation." Sure, you know, but I can't use specifics. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that a doctor would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I on. expect that. Mm-hmm. Pat, thank you, man. Have a great day. You too. All right, see you later. Shane is on. Hi, Shane. How are you? I'm doing well. You guys? Good, man. We can barely hear you. What do you think? So, I, I mean, I know a ton of doctors. My father's a doctor. They talk about stuff all the time. I mean, dinner time was a horror story because you had to learn to eat with a strong stomach because you heard too many stories. I mean, no names or nothing, but you knew exactly what was going on. And if somebody that the family knew went and saw your dad that day, it was quite clear who they were talking about? I mean, there's a lot of... uh, (laughs) There's a lot of kind of reading between the lines i would say for sure sure and i've had girlfriends go to my dad quite a bit and you know my dad's like you know she's not the right one for you (laughs) oh my god (laughs) is that an agreement you and your dad had or did they just coincidentally go to your dad i don't want to know 
I don't want to know anything about what they know. I just said, okay, thanks. I'll move on. <laughs> I trust what you say is correct. Right. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Right on. Thank you, Shane. Have a good day. You too. See you later. Get the F out of here. Right. <laughs> uh, some texts that are coming in. Yeah, I haven't turned my head and cough in years. My doc says, hey, everything going all right? I say, yep. <laughs> That's, really, That's pretty much yeah. how it goes down. Um, there are some medications physicians can't write prescriptions to family members for. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, you got to think like your opiates and Xanax and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to get them hooked. Another one, I'm nearly 50, and aside from my vasectomy, I've never had a doc look at my junk. That's true. Good mm. for you. That's true. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, everybody's gazing at Sam's. Right. Uh, Not great. everybody. Everybody <laughs> in coats. Of, in coats. Just a, coats. like a parka? Or? No, uh, white I, I put my coat on real quick. Shut up. <laughs> uh, if I had a life-threatening illness, I would want that choice on how to tell my wife and talk to her about what we will do. Then tell everyone else. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. That's a great point. Listener email from a guy who's getting married. His wife wants him to uh, go see the doctor that she sees, which happens to be her father. He feels like she's asking too much. Sam. No, don't do that. Just stick with your own doctor and be like, babe, this could create such a thing and it's not worth it. I like my doctor. I want to stay. You want to go to your dad and be a weirdo? You do that. I'm not making you change your dad doctor. So I don't think you should make me change mine. And just because we're getting married, that doesn't mean we have to share socks and doctors. Things can stay separate and we can be married. Gimby. <laughs> yeah, man. You just don't, don't, don't. You're going to get a load of crap. No matter what, no matter how you look at it, you're going to get a bunch of garbage out of it. You know, oh, what? My dad's not good enough for you. Da-da-da-da. Well, you want this. You want so expect that, but you do need to set your boundaries, and I believe that a doctor's one of them. I believe that you should have – you have your doctor. That doctor knows all about you. There's no sense in changing it at all whatsoever unless you move states. Also, I've had a doctor, like, do the breast thing to check for lumps. A general? Yeah. Because I was worried about one, and so I guess I asked him to. I've but. never heard a general do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. go ahead and check that for no, you. No, <laughs> stop it. It I've was never, not like that. I've, I'm, I'm being serious. Hold on, i got to use I've never heard of a general doing that. <laughs> Shut up, Gimpy. I, 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 well, again, well, I asked him to. It's a new technique. We use our mouth around here. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's a new technique out of Asia. <laughs> My mouth can detect cancer. <laughs> I'm serious, Sam. I don't think that I'm. I'm sure in a crisis situation that doctor could kind of feel their way through it. But I think normally they would say it's like if you had a vagina problem, he wouldn't be like, "All right, show me your vagina." Would that be weird? Yes. He would probably say, "Go to your OBGYN." Right? Are you feeling like it's? I mean, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. I'm just saying. I've never heard no, of a I feel general. Like they've sent that. I mean, for you know, vagina stuff. But for like, I was being you know dramatic about you know. I'll stop grabbing my boobs. But about Please something. Don't. <laughs> something and and I was like, oh, is this is this a lump? Is this normal? And so he felt it. I had a lump on my neck, and he made me go see a specialist. He didn't even feel it. You said I have a lump. Yes. And he was like, "All right, just go somewhere." He's else. like, "Well, I'm going to send you to a specialist then." Typically, my understanding is general practitioners is they do the basics. Anything outside of the realm of <coughs> or turn your head and cough mm-hmm. or you have to go see a specialist. I think I could be wrong, but unless your general also has the specialty in that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Did that we'll happen here? That. 
Yes. Wow. I'm sure it's fine. Sure. Sure. What are you recounting the conversation now and questioning it? Yeah. And but I think I but also maybe I was asking for it. <laughs> what do you mean you were asking for well, it? She was wearing Please. a low cut shirt. Come on, you know you want to. You know you want to check to see if I have breast cancer. What do you mean you were asking for it? I, I was like concerned lump. and like, oh, I think is this is this a lump? Is this normal? And like I get, I can't say that without like doing what I okay. asked him to do. Him going and just doing one touch on the side, going, You're fine. Mm-hmm. Is different than giving you a breast exam. Well, uh, a breast exam is, and I've never had one. Uh huh. I'm just assuming from the YouTube videos I've watched, is that it's all over. Yeah, like, but on just this one, it wasn't both. It was <laughs> just one. Can see what you're doing. <laughs> Everybody's getting a free show on For the real. on the on the uh, Facebook ah, Live, just, and she's just pinching stick and, a little bit longer, right. just, <laughs> just touching like with two fingers, one spot. I don't think it's a big deal. No. But cupping and pushing and all that, yeah. But it was just on the one where I was like concerned, do I need to be worried about this? And he, how long did he spend one, you know, exploring? I don't know, like 15 seconds, maybe more than that. <laughs> maybe like 30. 30 seconds goes by long. 30 seconds is a long time. But we can sit here just, in silence for 30 seconds if you'd like to no, see how long that is. No, but it was just the one we where I asked 15. him. No, I I I think that he did thorough to make sure that I was fine. And I was like, I'm worried about this. Uh, help. And so maybe, you know, I invited him. So it was just one, not the other. So it's That's fine. 15 seconds. By the way, me not talking, not yeah. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that. That's a long time. I mean, I, yeah, I think so. I'm sure I, it's fine. Yeah, I I'm doubt. Sure, I'm sure a teacher, uh, I'm sure a doctor didn't molest you. Oh, my God. We'll take a break. Listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sure, you don't want to drink, Sam? I'll pour you some. You probably Absolutely could use some. Absolutely not. You probably could use some. You got some scissor? Is that what you got? He's got some snake oil, you see? It's kombucha. Kombucha? Do you know what kombucha is, Gimpy? I have no idea. It's rotted water. Well, that's nice. Why are you drinking water? It's got water? probiotics or <laughs> living things in it. It's fermented. It's fermented. Sometimes it has a little alky on it. Does that uh, help things, like, loosen things up for you? I mean, It's supposed to be out? very good for you, but it literally smells like salad dressing. It's oh, so really? bad. Corbin took a sip during the break and was, like, choking on it. I, it went down the wrong pipe. Well, <laughs> then I smelled it and started choking on it. I don't know why you would drink that for fun. I mean, health reasons usually is why we consume things. Essentially, that's just liquefied yogurt, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what yogurt no, is. No, there is a product that is liquefied yogurt. Uh, okay. This is more vinegar-based. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you smell it, man. You'll go, what? Well, I think I'll, I'll take your word for it. Should be uh, on the wheel. <laughs> please. There's some good ones out there. Ugh. There are people that make this in giant batches. Yeah, I know. What? They yeah. just fill a bucket no, no, no. Sit no, like, for a month? Listen. No, no, no. Look, Google this. Uh-huh. Google how to make kombucha. You can get kits. 
you literally have to make it and then you create this like wax or some sort of film thing over the water. Oh, wow. That, so it rots underneath this special film that is created by the bacteria and stuff. Yeah, this doesn't look good at all whatsoever. It's a bizarre process. Wow. But it's supposed to be really good for you. It's a total whatever trendy, you know, probably crap. <laughs> it's no more healthy for you probably than apple juice. Okay, okay, question. Have you drank that and then felt better? Um, I mean, I drink it and not felt worse. Okay. <laughs> right? It's not like I've drinking, you know, uh, caramel extra pumps whipped cream and been like, ugh. I just smelled that and went, ugh, so I can't imagine swallowing it. Yeah. Listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Uh, this one says, my husband has been acting differently lately, and I feel as he might be schizophrenic. I've Google diagnosed him, and he checks some of the boxes, like him having conversations with people that don't exist, exist, and his area of the house is off limits to me, but when I've gone in there or peeked in, it's a mess. I'm not sure how to talk to him, or do I have him committed? Right? How do you have a conversation with someone who's schizophrenic? Like, hey, let's talk about your schizophrenia. <laughs> you have a lot of them. Hey, I... Th- <laughs> They're all with somebody different. I want to talk day. to everybody right now. <laughs> That we're joking, but that's, that's mm-hmm. I would imagine that's what it's like. No, we talked about this. Mm, no. Well, yeah, we did last Tuesday. Right? I don't that know. Okay, that uh, that girl that um, killed her friend because Slenderman told her to do it. Sure. They said she was schizophrenic, and then they also said her dad was schizophrenic, and he talks about how he lives with it and that he will hear voices, but because he's on medication and other stuff, he, like, knows not to talk to those voices or listen to them and, like, block them out yeah. and talks about, like, you can live a normal life with schizophrenia. For sure. As long as you've, you know, got the help and you're the, realizing that's what's happening. To me, when someone says they're dealing with a psychological disorder or even a mental disorder, I always ask them this question. Have you been diagnosed by a doctor in that field? Right. Or did you WebMD yourself? Because I know people that say they suffer from some sort of mental illness, but have never seen a doctor. To be fair, if you suffer from it, you've got to go see a doctor. A doctor has to diagnose you with it. You can't just proclaim you have something. Yeah. I mean, you can, but that doesn't make it true. So... I don't know. How how would you deal with this if this came up in your, in your relationship? Well, I think you also start your relationship knowing that the other person has schizophrenia. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There are people that those things really sometimes don't shine until later in life mm-hmm. or show their face, if you will. Hmm. I thought you had it, like, for your whole life. Well, you, yeah, but it, you just don't get diagnosed with it, or it doesn't show its ugly face until symptoms aren't strong enough later on. So I gotcha. just I just googled how to tell if somebody's schizophrenic. Okay, and this is just six simple little things that it has right here. Most common early warning signs include depression or social withdrawal. Check hostility or suspiciousness. Extreme reaction to Check. criticism. Check. Yep. Yep. Deterioration of personal hygiene. Uh, I wear I wear pants for six days, so check. Okay, a uh, flat, expressionless gaze. Mm, I don't have that. Okay, yeah. If I'm thinking really hard, I do. <laughs> so the, never. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, the inability to cry or express joy or inappropriate laughter or crying. Check. 
And then the other one here says oversleeping or insomnia, forgetful, unable to concentrate. Check, check. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Everybody agrees Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Oh, and there was there was a seventh one. Odd or, or irrational, odd or irrational statements, strange use of words or way of speaking. Good God, I'm in trouble. But the uh, let's go to the phones for this listener email. Tony is on. Hi, Tony. How are you? Pretty good. How about you, Corbin? Good. What do you think? Well, okay. What you just said about it happening at late, you know, in some, and I was told in males it happens later in life because my son was 19 years old. And he came to me with questions of seeing things and hearing things that weren't there. And to me, he was a normal kid his entire life. Well, the minute I heard that, of course, I knew something was wrong. I made a doctor's appointment. And as you know, it takes quite some time to get in and see your doctor. Well, it took three weeks to get in. And in that three weeks time, he went from what I would call somewhat normal. He had social issues from being somewhat normal to full-blown seeing and talking to people that were not there, telling me their names. Uh, So it was a major, major transition in my life, and it still is, because for 19 years I got a perfect, you know, I'm not going to call it perfect, but a a society normal son, and it's not like that at all anymore. He is dependent on me and his mother. and No symptoms at all of schizophrenia. Well, he's always had social issues like a lot of growing kids do. You know, he wasn't always the most outgoing. He wasn't the, he was, uh, and he was extremely smart. He could, uh, he had somewhat of a photographic memory, um, just certain things that, uh, that showed us he was different from us. But believe me, it was never anything like schizophrenia. It was never nothing, anything like that. So it, it it's just, it's hard. I, I can't imagine what, that, that gentleman's wife's going through right now, but my advice to her would be make a doctor's appointment now. Get him in to see a professional today. Whatever she has to say to get him to go with her, whether it be just a checkup or whatever, he needs, he needs, she needs help also. It would, because she cannot battle this on her own. I would imagine it's a little easier to get a 19-year-old to go see a doctor rather than a grown man. I, I believe you're right. It, the younger, the better. And even at 19, I was sitting there thinking, I got a six foot one young man on my hands that is now got the mind of a 10 year old. Wow. Oh, my Maybe God. Even eight year old. So what? It's crazy. Can I ask, like, uh, what happened? Did he get on medication and get help? Yeah, well, he's on medication, so it doesn't he's not seeing or hearing things. But believe me, he is by no means. Uh, fully recovered. There, there was one medicine in the beginning that he took, and for a short amount of time, and I mean like 30 days, I felt like I had my old son back. And it's not like that anymore. Now, to prevent him from seeing and hearing things, he takes such a strong dosage that it, it makes him lethargic and uh, just not act, you know, uh, sleepy, uh, tired a lot, um, zoning out a lot. So it He's not the same person, nor will he ever be. How exhausted are you? Well, it's been about seven or eight years since. Actually, I think we're going on seven years. And for me and his mother got a divorce. Um, You know, you deal with it. She deals with it. Uh, He's with me two or three days a week. He's with her four or five days a week. You deal with it every day, every morning, every night. And we're just now, after seven and a half years, getting a a schedule going and he was homeless for three years 
because we were too ignorant to acknowledge what was going on. And uh, that's my fault. But it, it had everything to do being completely ignorant and something thrown at you that you have no clue about. The research that she did, I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that. When you say you ignored it, what did you, what did you, what was happening and what did you do? Well, what was happening was I was sitting there thinking that he was, he had just graduated high school. I thought he was being lazy, didn't want to go to school, didn't want to work. Oh, he's blaming this and blaming that. And, and, and it was, for me, I just thought excuse, 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 the kid's lazy. Now, believe me, whenever I was hearing, he was seeing things and hearing things, I started to acknowledge more, maybe there's more issues there than I'm realizing. And that's whenever I started to seek uh, medical help. Wow. But it, it's, uh, and every, you all probably already know this, every schizophrenic is different from the next. There, There's no two alike. There, uh, and my son's actually bipolar schizophrenic. He's been diagnosed two or three times by two or three separate doctors now. So to me, there's no denying it. Um, it just, uh, it's it, her whole life's about to change if 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 he truly is schizophrenic. I mean, it's some people can work daily lives though. They can take medicine. Yeah. And from what I've been told, and live normal, somewhat normal lives. My son is not one of those people by no means. Well, Tony, thank you so much for sharing with us, man, and best of luck. Hi, I appreciate. It. Thank All you, right, Corbin. Sir. See you Merry later. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, quickly, Sam, listener email. Uh, she thinks her husband's schizophrenic. What should she do? I think you need to get help. Get him into a doctor. And uh, you aren't the doctor, so I think you shouldn't diagnose him. I think you should just acknowledge that something's wrong and then go get in to be seen. Gimpy. Definitely take that kid to a doctor, man to a doctor, dude to a doctor, whatever. Go see somebody that knows more about it than you. Because right now, all she's dealing with is, I think. I think. So go to somebody who says, I know. Uh, yeah, definitely see a doctor. If nothing else, you should go on your own to see the doctor uh, and circle the wagons because sometimes people that are schizophrenic can be quite dangerous. So it, it's worth it to let everybody on get on the same page. And and uh, wow, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, let's go ahead and do to tell the truth. This is where you can ask questions to get to know the show better. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD for to tell the truth. Uh, Sam, do you have something? I do. I'm curious of what your guys' Christmas plans are, like your traditions that you do with your family. Gimpy? Uh, wake up, get baked, cook dinner, open presents, get baked, go to bed. Christmas traditions. Um, like we do Christmas lights, um, we go see Santa, we do a gingerbread house together, Hmm. um, you know, typical stuff. Do you let your kids open a present a day before? No, no, no. 
No. I don't understand the point of that. I don't know. My parents always let me in. It was always pajamas. So, yeah, they picked it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand the point of it, that. It ruins everything because presents are supposed to be opened on Christmas Day. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it ruins it, but it's just like, why Why are we doing, why? In, Is it fun? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. In Jeff's family, they did that too, but they got to pick their present the night before. And one year, his brother picked like this awesome video game and Jeff got like a space set for his like a yeah. desk organizer said he cried. He's really upset about it. Clearly, he got over it. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. That's why he's not good at accepting bad presents. Besides <laughs> opening gifts the night before on Christmas Eve? Well, and I don't do that now as a grown up because I don't have any kids, but when I have kids, I'll do that. And we just, uh, my sister usually hosts something and does all the grown up stuff like cooking. And we show up and then we play some games with the family. Like the. You know, you roll a bunch of prizes or whatever in a saran wrap ball, and there's like a couple of different prize games that we play as a guest family. Right on. Uh, this is an, an awesome question that got text in for to tell the truth. What's your ideal sandwich and drink? Hmm. Sam? That's interesting. I think it's collect I- together, by the way. It's not two separate questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would say probably a Cuban sandwich. I like those. I think those are delicious. And a Dr. Pepper. Those are delicious. Mm-hmm. Trenchers makes a Cuban sandwich that is redonkulous. Really? Yes. I I love a Cuban sandwich. I love a good Cuban as well. Uh, Gimpy? Mine's going to be anything along the lines of like a BMT from uh, Subway or like Jimmy John's and, and uh, I think it's Jersey Mike's. They have an Italian sandwich. So something like that with the pepperoni and salami and, and, and the, the, all the fixings and drink. Uh, sweet tea, man. Sweet tea to go right along with it. Um, for me, it's going to be a pint of beer, probably an F5. And a pastrami on rye. Okay. I love pastrami sandwiches. So that would that would be mine. That the, the Bronx a restaurant in Kansas City has a I think it's called the Bronx Bomber. And it is a fantastic pastrami sandwich. Yeah, my mouth's water. Okay. Uh, to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD Wyatt is on. Hi Wyatt, how are you? Pretty good, yeah. Good, sir. What do you have for to tell the truth, sir? Uh, I just wanted to know what y'all's stance was on the uh, Trump impeachment situation. Okay. Sam? Um, I've been watching Real Housewives, and I have not been paying attention <laughs> to it at all, and uh, I don't really care that much. Uh, Gimpy, your thoughts on the on the Trump impeachment? Sure. I mean, it sucks. It sucks for him. I mean, he worked hard to get where he's at, and now everybody's trying to, you know, uh, put him up for something. Did he do something wrong? Sure. Uh, does it really matter to me? No. I've got other <laughs> things i got to worry about. Uh, I mean, I think one side is completely exercising their constitutional right. Whether there's merit or not there is way above my pay grade. What about you, yeah. man? What do you think, Wyatt? Uh, I, honestly, I think it's a little outrageous. You know, because there's, you know, we've we've had presidents that's done way worse than what he's accused of, and impeachment was never even an what's, idea. What's for a one? Table. Give me, give me something. One, a president that has done that is way worse. Reagan. <laughs> okay, wh- okay. I'll ask the question again because maybe you didn't hear me. What is something that the president did that was way worse? 
I mean, the, the Watergate scandal. Yeah, he got impeached. He actually stepped down before that impeachment finished. So, and that wasn't yeah. Reagan. Well, I mean, the, the Watergate scandal was one that was way worse than what they're accusing Trump of. Yes, and they, they were doing the impeachment. Yeah. So that's not a good good example. Well, I mean, you got Obama, I mean, pretty much crushed the economy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right on, man. Well, we'll see what happens, won't we? Yeah. All right, buddy. See you later. See ya. All right. Next time I get in trouble, I'm going to be like, ah, but someone did something way worse. Obama! <laughs> uh, Mike is on. Hi, Mike. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? Good, sir. What do you have for to tell the truth? Uh, I just want to know what you got thoughts on uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Sam. The Jaguars. The Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars? Wow, somebody doesn't watch football. Right. Gimpy. <laughs> A professional football team of sorts. Couldn't tell you which one. Don't keep up with it. As opposed to? Uh, um, uh, a non-professional football team of sorts. <laughs> um, it's probably going to be the 49ers or the Patriots is probably who it's going to be. Well, well, I'm the biggest Dallas Cowboys fan you'll know. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs are going to make it with 10-4 record, but if anything, it'd probably be the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens have a good chance, but we've seen teams that have done well in the regular season and in the postseason completely fall apart. So we'll see it. True. We'll I see what happens there. That's true. I should have had a second part about this another scandal that the Patriots are doing, and they're not even going to get in trouble for it. They're, no, they're going to get. In, they're going to lose a draft pick. That's already been stated. That's it. Uh, that can be That's quite detrimental do. to a team, but I, that has been and shown. Who records the Bengals practice? Like, are, did they get lost to the Dallas Cowboys stadium? Yeah, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs. Have you seen the video of the behind the scenes when they were talking to the guys doing the videoing? And the oh, guy yeah. that's doing the videoing is like, I can just delete it. No one will ever know it was there. When I delete it, it's gone forever. It was a very bizarre, like, whoa, this you're incriminating yourself right now. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. But yeah. they get caught every year and nothing's ever going to happen. Should uh, Well, they get punished every time, but should uh, they fire the coach at Dallas? Why would they no? We're doing great. We're going no, to the playoffs. No, you're not. You're going to the playoffs only because you're the worst, like the best of the worst. <laughs> the of like, the it's worst. not like you're dominating. <laughs> we really want to talk about all oh, team schedules. You have the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. And, and the Patriots the and the Ravens. Wow. And the Patriots oh. and the Ravens. Who we beat. Hey, 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 you brought up the Dallas Cowboys. I got defense. I asked you if they were going to fire the coach, which is like the topic. You're not talking about your wives. You guys need to settle down. For real. God, Cowboys fans are so delusional. <laughs> Mike, you have a great started. day. You started. Have a great day, man. See you later. All right, buddy. Oh. Bye. It's like everybody's right, talking about the Cowboys coach getting fired. I didn't make that up. <laughs> Travis is on. Hi, Travis. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Please, no football and no politi- politics, okay? <laughs> what do you have for us? Oh, well, well, originally I was going to ask a legitimate question of who you thought the two teams were going to be to go to the Super Bowl. My uh, answer is still the same. Uh, 49ers and the Patriots. I, I think that's two solid picks. And FYI, I'm a Cowboys fan, and even I'm not that delusional. That <laughs> <laughs> Self-awareness, man. Way to go. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan, ride or die. But, I mean, let's face it. We have a we we have a potential team. Potential is there, but there's nothing that's shown of it. I, I mean, have a potential team. I've got like 11 people that can throw a ball. Right. Well, <laughs> He's put together a co- yeah. great team and, and – 
her expectations they have not met. No, they have not. Not even close. So, I mean, even I've given up on that being the possibility. But my honest-to-God thought is that it could potentially be the game of the Ravens. And originally when you said the 49ers, I was like, yeah, that could be it too because I was originally thinking Seahawks. Um, yeah. And it could be a Seahawks-Ravens game. But I, I like your I like your pick of the Niners going for the NFC and then the Ravens for AFC. Yeah, Ravens is – both those are solid. It's going to be an awesome postseason regardless of what happens. <laughs> I think so, too, and I'll cry all the way once uh, Dallas loses that first round. So, I mean, <laughs> right on. I mean it's just reality. Travis, have a great day, man. Thank you. You, too. All right. See you later. Uh, let's see. What non-sexual, non-bodily fluid thing do you not care that we know you do but would not want us to see you do? I, huh? Uh, I farmer blow a lot. Snot rockets. Yeah. Particularly in the morning when I'm walking in, Uh when it's all nice and congealed. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I'll step out of the room to blow my nose. I just don't like that. Yeah, I spit in a trash can constantly. Yeah. There you go. I spit in here, but I spit into a tissue. Yeah. Tissue. Yeah, if you ever you see me do it, right? Because I'm trying not to make noise. I'm not not trying to make noise, so I'm like, I do it very daintily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... This is great. I love when men argue football. It's the best. It is stupid. It's literally <laughs> arguing about Grey's Anatomy and who's the best character. It really is. Genuinely. It's so stupid. I find myself in it going, God dang it. Uh, what's your favorite memory this year? Gimpy. Favorite? Favorite. Ooh. I don't have many favorites from this year. They are all pretty rough. I'm just going to go with my motorcycle accident. It's it's not, you know. What? Well, listen, it's it's a favorite because you'll never forget that memory of your face sliding across the 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 pavement on the highway. Well, your helmet. Yeah, exactly, with my helmet on, exactly. And as my face is sliding across, you're like, whoa, this sucks. So, there you go. Sam? Uh, sticking 103 candles in my mouth. That was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would be... When Sam was supposed to chew up the banana and spit it in my mouth, but she did it way before because she couldn't handle the texture of a banana. <laughs> it's grossing me. Up. Uh, if you guys could do a podcast with a celebrity or anyone famously known, who would it be and why? I'm going to say Joe Rogan because I'd like to see Joe Rogan and Corbin argue, and he's got a ton of people listening, so that would be great exposure. Uh, Gimby. Willie Nelson. Man, we sit back, we get baked, we have a good time. He doesn't swap. smoke anymore. Well, we can still get baked. We eat our food now. We eat our weed, Corbin. Okay. 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 Uh, so we'll sit back, we'll eat some edibles, we'll have a good time, and just listen to the stories of that guy's career. Hell yeah. Uh, the Rock. He's awesome. The Rock or Keanu Reeves? Both those I feel like would be solid. Keanu doesn't seem very talkative, but The Rock will talk, so. Yeah, yeah. all you gotta do is just start him up. Yeah, I feel like that's... That would be a good one. Okay. He's a good buddy. You have to remove two parts, either one arm, one <laughs> leg, or both arms and both legs. What's your choice? I'm getting rid of one arm and one leg because at least I can, because your arm is so important to grab and stuff. Like, you really need your arms. Shampoo your hair, put on makeup. Like, oh, my God, there's so much I need my arms for. And I would just want at least one leg because I just like my legs. <laughs> You'd be like that. One. Really interesting question, right? It's like Kingpin, where she's got that one yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah. Gimby, yeah. 
Uh, get rid of both my legs, man. I mean, I, I guess Sammy's got a point. You do need both of your arms. You can figure it out how to wash your hair and do things with your feet. But I feel if I was to lose something right now, right, that would take a lot of adjustment to learn how to become that limber yeah. to do that. So, so hack my legs off. I can still use my arms. So this is tough because because of our friend DJ, I've been exposed to how many times it's hard for him to get into a building or the inconvenience he faces, right, mm-hmm. as someone in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I giving that up would suck, right? Yeah. Um, but then again, how do you prepare your food? Like, if I'd have my legs, but then if I didn't have my arms, like preparing my food, mm-hmm. eating food. When I want it. Just ask your chef to do it, Corbin. Sure. You're right. <laughs> but like here, like if I had to have a snack, I couldn't push a button. Right. Right? It, right. I feel like there is literally no better solution on either one of these. If I didn't have my arms and I had to use my legs, I'm not very limber, so it would I would probably starve. <laughs> I am not brushing my teeth with my feet. I can't do it. Ugh. Who clips their toenails? When someone uses just their feet, oh, who clips okay. their toenails? I, like, I hope everybody does. You have a point. Somebody has to do it for them, or else they got some really, really strong toe muscles. Or do they go in and get only mani? Like that's a thing they do. Petties. I'm sure that that that's probably they it. get half off for the mani pedi. Well, they're doing their feet, right? <laughs> right. It's not. They just get a pedi. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a fun one. And I if have you no lose idea. one arm and one leg, is it like both on one side, or is it just like your right arm and your left leg is what you're stuck with? Yeah, I would hope so. That so you get balance. There. Yeah. yeah, you need that balance. Uh, we'll end with this one. What famous person would you leave your significant other for? <laughs> um, none. Gimpy for you, same question, oh, just the comma about, again. About, <laughs> Kate Upton, man. Kate Upton for real. She always will be the one. Uh, I'm going to go Charlotte McKinney. Either way, I'm in hot water no matter what I say. So, uh, All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. This is feels like news of 2018, but I'm bringing it up anyway. Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein is on trial, and some weird things that have happened is he showed up to court in, with a walker. What? I guess to try and show that he's in a deteriorating state. Oh my. Like sympathy? But somebody had photos of him at Target like two days before, completely fine, walking around. Mm. Oh my God. Like he doesn't, like we don't know he's a piece of trash. I'm just a feeble old man. He says that he's been forgotten and deserves credit for doing more for women than any filmmaker. What? Oh my God. Some actresses went to Twitter and said, I didn't forget you. My body didn't forget you, but I wish it could. I refused to sign an NDA after it happened because I knew I would come for you, and I did. This is about stopping a prolific rapist. That's you. Damn. Get it, girl. Another one uh, said that 
He's trying to play the sympathy card. Quote, I'll never forget when you told me that I was making a big mistake and I told you I'll never be that girl. I'll never forget the fear and deep trauma of Annabelle Sikora's voice on the other end of the phone because she was raped by you. Another attorney who represents some of the accusers said that his complete failure to accept responsibility is disgusting. Quote, one cannot feel sorry for Mr. Weinstein while he sits perched in an executive private hospital suite. His prior accomplishments have been justifiably overshadowed by his horrific actions. Yeah. And his recent efforts to force survivors to accept an inadequate and paltry civil statement. He's been accused of rape and sexual harassment by how many women? Sam, guess. Mm, I'm going to say 22. Gimpy? 35. 80. Dang. Oh, my God. He's denied all claims of non-consensual sex and goes on trial for predatory sexual assault, a a criminal sexual act, first-degree rape, and third-degree rape beginning January 6th. How many... How many... How many accusations of rape and sexual harassment for you to leave Jeff. Oh my God. <laughs> or, or any, I mean, any, like what, whoever your partner is, how many? Three. Three. Yeah. Because so the first one you're, and he's like, oh, it wasn't me. He gets yeah, all right. shaggy on you. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't believe that that's in him. And then, so it could be like, oh, whatever. She's mad at me for some reason. Because I feel like I know him. He wouldn't okay. do that. And then another one steps forward. And then I'm like, oh, this is getting shady. And his response would be something to the effect of they're, they're conspiring. Right, exactly. They're mad because I wouldn't hire them or whatever. Yeah. And then the third one, I'd be like, all right, there's a problem. Do you have a conversation or are you out? Are you just like, we're done? No, there's a conversation for sure. Yeah. I owe him that much. Yeah. Yeah. He's paid my rent for four years, so I owe him a conversation. <laughs> I think at least. I, 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 I think three's fair. I don't know. Gimpy? Two. I'll give yeah. you one. I'll give you one just as a fluke or whatever. But the moment that the second one pops up, there's something going on here. Yeah, sure. They could be conspiring against you. The chances of that happening are awfully rare. Okay? Uh, so I'll give you two. I think the first one, you go... You buy their excuse. But when a second one happens, you go, listen, this is the time to be completely honest with me. Because I'm going to bounce. Because if anything else happens, we are done. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. But I'm a dumb girl. You got to give me, like, you know, we have the hot teacher scale. You got to give me the dumb girl scale. Like, but I love him. He would never. To, thir- a third time, I think, is you, you left part of that sentence off. He would yeah. never a third time. Right, exactly. Or a 75th time. There's or a 76th no time. Or There's... a 77th time. Or a 78th time. Or a 79th time. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, parade all 80 of those girls <laughs> through the room and him not get convicted. Right. I mean, even... It just takes one of them. Yeah. Let's just say... Statistically, people lie. I'm just going to make some up for, for sake of argument. Mm-hmm. People statistically lie 60% of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? 60% of the li- time, people are, are lying or they go along with something because they think that's the right way to do it. Right? So that means that 
48 of those women Mm -hmm. would be lying. (laughs) 48 of those women are not telling the truth. That's more than half. 48 is a little bit more than half, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah, but mm -hmm. still, that's 48 people. Yeah. That's 32. (laughs) Yeah, that are telling the truth. That are telling the truth. Let's just... For argument's sake, because I made up the statistic, Mm -hmm. we'll cut that in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen people. One, two, three, four. Sixteen rapes. Oh, my God. Sixteen inappropriate touches. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, statistically, that man is going to prison. Yeah. You slug. Faux show. You slug, right. (laughs) He's so gross. I'm not saying he did that 80 times. Maybe he did. I have no idea. But let's just work with, you know, numbers here. Let's just go with good 16. Yeah. That's 16 charges. He's going to prison. Yeah, yeah. How many is on a jury? 12? Yeah, that's a jury. And then some. Right. (laughs) And and some alternates. He's raped this room. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Kudos to you on your stat for lying. 60% is what it says here. It says it's estimated that 60% of adults cannot have a 10-minute conversation without lying at least once. How about that? I feel like you're lying right now. Yeah, that's a made-up statistic for sure. That's literally most of the show. Is that (laughs) BS.com that you're at, Gimpy? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's good because 75% of all statistics are made up on the spot. Yeah. Duh. You literally (laughs) could have said any number and I wouldn't have believed you just on this prior conversation. Right. It's not your first time. And you would think they're offering plea deals. You'd think. But he's so egotistical that he's like, no, I got this. I've done things for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scarred them for yeah, life. Right, exactly. Just because exactly. you try to tip the scale the other way doesn't make what you did for women, quote unquote, a good thing. Right. If you rape 80 women, but you'd help six in their career, your rape I don't care negate if, the hell. Listen, I don't care if you helped 160 women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you're, no, you're so right. doesn't All matter. All those are gone. That uh-huh. means nothing. All those that you helped because of the uh, the heinousness of what you've done, all those are gone. It's null and void. It doesn't matter what you did. Right. We, you, helping children, you know, daily, it doesn't matter. You're still a POS. I'm, sur- I'm sure Jerry Sandusky didn't touch all the children that came through his special football camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yuck. I'm just saying. I'm sure he helped some careers. Yeah, absolutely. It made doesn't them, mean crap. Right, I'm sure he made them donated, amazing football players, donated millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, to charities and stuff. You're still a complete bag of trash. You're still a kid toucher. Yeah. And Harry Weinstein is a... Harvey. S- Harvey. Harvey, yeah. By God, get it right. Yeah, please. You know, I don't need Harry calling me. <laughs> Mr. Weinstein is, you know... A sewage slug. That's but I would think is. they're offering a deal like, hey, let's just do 10 counts. Mm-hmm. You'll go to jail for 40 years. That'll be the end of it. He'll be dead. This will be over. You're dying in prison. And he's like, nope, rolling the dice. Yeah. I was reading uh, that that he thinks he's going to get out scot-free on the other side of this. And I'm like, there's no way. Let's just say there's he does. No way. Let's just say he does. Oh, That's a right. lot of greasy palms, no. man. Okay, I'm just saying, (laughs) let's just say he does. Absolutely. And he makes a movie. Mm -hmm. People will go see it. Just to see? Just to see what it's like? No, 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 no. Not a movie about him and what he's done. Just a movie. If he does a movie on, let's just say, a Marvel comic or whatever, people will go see it. I don't know about that. What I do you think because now I think it's such a big deal that if he were to make a movie, I feel like he'd have a hard time finding people to act in it. 
And I mean, because he's made great movies that you love, you want to watch. But the difference is now we know. And I feel like there'd be some kind of, I don't know, Twitter. Roman Polanski drugged and raped a 13 year old girl. Ran to the other to another country so he couldn't be extradited, and he makes great movies. Yeah, but we're woke now, so no, we're not. I was woke when he did when those movies came out. I th- I think that if he were to produce a movie, that people would be like, "Don't go see this." Oh, I'm sure people said that about Roman Polanski movies. He's gross too. God damn. <laughs> Hollywood is full of scum. Yeah. No, and I'm saying he looks gross. He's got hangy jowls. What are those things called? You know, the the fat on the side of your cheeks? It's like... Gobblers? Yeah, he's got a large (laughs) gobbler. He's got a Hope Solo gobbler on him. That movie, The Pianist, (laughs) Not a Correlation, is a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Rosemary's Baby? Are you kidding? That movie's ridiculously good. He's a phenomenal director. So what I'm saying is people, if he does a good movie, people will forget. That will, he did that? People look past it all the time when how, people do b- bad stuff. How often do you see in their movie trailers, you know, directed or whatever, produced by, you know, Harvey Weinstein? Or, no, you only or see whatever. that at the end, right? Exactly. So you wouldn't know. You'll just see that this movie has come out, and you're like, this looks like an awesome movie. Let's go watch it. And you watch the movie, and you're like, that's great. Let's sit through the credits for the Easter egg at the end. And then you see, God damn it, I just sat through a Weinstein movie. Yeah. Sam, I, I make that's this fair. statement. Tell me if it's accurate. Steve Jobs created one of the most amazing things of all time. Mm-hmm. Right? Pioneer in technology. Mm-hmm. Role model. Yes. Leader. Yeah. Steve Jobs swore he was infertile in order to deny paternity of his first daughter. I think Steve Jobs is a trash bag. I don't think he was a good person. I think he was an asshole, and I don't understand why people love him so much. It's, I mean... He told people to invent stuff. It's not like he was in there tinkering. So I- Steven Tyler, amazing musician, right? Yeah. Aerosmith's a prolific band. Mm-hmm. He once took legal custody of a teenager he was banging mm-hmm. and probably pressured oh her into aborting God. their child. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just because these people make great movies or great music does not stop them from being scumbags. Jesus. You got a juicy one, don't you? I'm passing it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Jay-Z, mogul. Yeah. Yes. Pioneer. Yeah. yeah. Forefather yeah. of the rap scene, right? He apparently stabbed someone at a party. Well, he's thug. <laughs> he's got to be able to rap about stuff. Corbin needs content. <laughs> right. So I stab a bitch at a party. I'm going to make a song about you. Right. He needs street cred. <laughs> Durr. That I understand. There's this actor named uh, Gerard Depardieu, and most people don't. You, you would know maybe some of his movies, but you may not remember him. He was very, looks like Andre the Giant, but he wasn't like Andre the Giant. He was a grave robber. That's Gross. Scummy. That's ah. scummy, yeah. Well, got a nice ring here. I uh, wonder how much I can get for that. Oh, damn it. The finger's still attached. Do you know the actor Jeffrey Jones? He was Mr. Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. He paid off a 14-year-old boy to pose for sexually explicit photos. Wow. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Terrence Howard is a great one. Mm-hmm. He is a, f- a phenomenal actor. Right? Yeah. 
You know him. He's in Empire. Yes. He's Crash. Done a, Crash. He's done some phenomenal movies. Mm. He's an Iron Man, I think, isn't he? No, I don't know. Oh, no, I think you might be right. He, no, he's not. He He's a woman beater. Charged multiple times. Oh, he's got <laughs> such a good buddy face. Clearly. God. That's where you got fooled. I'm just saying, we as a society forget as long as they're providing something we are okay with. Ain't they fit something. our narrative. Yeah, that bumps me out, actually. So, Harvey Weinstein comes on the other side clean as Gimpy says the, the story dictates. People will go see his movies. He'll make millions again. Mm, I, don't, I still, I, even though all I, those I are hope, true. I hope you're right. Because I just, I feel like there's just been such a big deal about him that it's, this is different. That you've everybody's heard about him. They know what he's done. Yeah. That it's I think it's just everybody heard about Roman Polanski. They didn't give a damn. Nobody gives a damn. Well, now I do, so that's why I feel like my opinion will matter. I'll retweet something somebody else said. Like <laughs> Cancel that, Harvey that Weinstein. <laughs> Roman Polanski's net worth. Ooh. I don't know, four million? Gimpy? Oh, it's got to be up in the hundred millions. I'm gonna say two hundred fifty million. It's forty-five million dollars. God damn! So he so, gets to—he just gets to creep by himself with his millions. Yeah, he's in another country. Oh god, that really sucks. So, yes, Harvey Weinstein. Bill Cosby ever gets out of jail? Mm-hmm. And he—he he will if he—I don't think he could do stand-up. He's not very well <laughs> medically. Wheel yeah, up. Yeah. But if he c- was capable, he would. Well, would I, I wouldn't stuff. go see his either. God, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but a scumbag. He was a scumbag, but then he turned his life around, so you can't judge him anymore. Well, that's because we as America love a comeback story. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're right. forgiven. It You're does not-, not negate all the horrible things he did. We just no. forget about him. Yeah, but he's not as scummy anymore, so that's what, different. It doesn't that replace you know your scumminess. Of. But I love him. <laughs> and that's my point. You are an abused relationship with Robert. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Time to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? That we're all schizophrenic, and I clearly believe in a thing called love. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that it takes two fingers, and that comas are serious. Okay. Uh, I learned that Sam won a talent contest. Oh, yeah? That should be enough. <laughs> singing. That should also throw you for a tailspin. <laughs> and third, singing The Darkness, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. I nailed it. I don't know what you're talking about. And I learned it's also only weird if he if he forces you to see his dad, who is a doctor, an OBGYN doctor. Oh, God. It's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, can I get an encore? Do you want more? Can 
enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebags. Total, total, total douchebags. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebags. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. everybody what you picked, Gimpy. This is the Mongolian band, the Who, H-U. Now, uh, this is their new, it's a new, it's it's a new song, but it's not, okay, on their album, The Gear Rig, okay. This is one of their songs called Wolf Totem. But these guys team up with American bands, like their first one was released with From from Ashes to New, a little help from them, called UVUVU. And I got a notification over the weekend that this came out, and this is Jacoby Shaddix with Papa Roach. And I listened, I've heard the song before, but when they throw that American twist on there, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. So I wanted to expose you guys. This is a band to watch for in 2020. They're on the, uh, on the rise. They're on the rise, be on the lookout the road. What about hot and sizzling? <laughs> Part of Rocktober. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty pretty badass band. I enjoy yeah. the entire album as it is, but like I said, when, when they throw that American stank on there, I'm like, fuck yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Um... So I was reading these to Sam because mm-hmm. these are insane. These are stories of women. Sorry, ladies. Mm-hmm. Crazy ex-girlfriend stories. Love it. And some of them, to me, are so insane. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a good one. She cut off contact with her three-year-old daughter. She's developmentally challenged child who loves her mom, but she doesn't even take time to call her or stop by to say hi to her. She lives less than 30 minutes away. Okay, that, yeah. yeah, that's just a woman that doesn't want to have to deal with kids. She'd rather go out and be her own person. Yes. Here's another one. Uh, after we separated, I left our chinchilla in her care. <laughs> a few days later, I came back to retrieve some of my stuff, and our chinchilla was dead. From the looks of it, he was starved to death. One of the things I regret in my life was not taking him with me when I had the chance. Mm. This is one of the very few moments in my life that hurts me just thinking about it. You fucking pussy. Right. Shut up. We just read one where a child was left and your chinchilla? <laughs> well, they're like family, Get it man. some lava no. dust. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. There's another one. Mailed poop to me every day for three weeks. We were only together what? for less than two. That's what? fucked up. That's fucked up. Okay, that's crazy. First of all, effort. Wow. <laughs> you, the amount of effort and work that that would take. I know. I've sent a mail to my friend that I've had for like three months because I just have not gotten, I, I got to go do the thing. It's right, a lot. I get to the post office and yeah, it's, it's a thing. lot. So that's, that's a fucking amazing that they were able to do that. That's a level of commitment. Now, that's what I'm saying. How did the post office take that package and accept it? Because you know that's got to smell. 
Right. No, great question. So you can't just go, hey, this is poop in here. Right, right, of course. You have to kind of con- put it in like a container or something that doesn't, the smell isn't going okay. to leak out. Okay, that makes sense. When I was working at Ford uh, before I got here, we it was shipping and receiving. We sold parts all over the country, and we had somebody that was in charge of returns, and somebody had opened up the box, and somebody had actually shit in the box and put the part That's in awesome. it and sent it back to us. I go back to the back to, you know, get fucking log or something like that or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, it smells like shit back here. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, somebody shit in a box and sent it back to us. Okay. What is what wrong fuck? with people nowadays? That's twisted. What is wrong with you people? You're right. The commitment to do something like that is whew, yeah. on another level. Um, invited herself to my house when my dog was getting put down. Uh, on the same day when she could, she attempted to have sex with me. I was obviously unhappy and turned her down. I came to school after the weekend. My dog was put down on a Saturday and she had told everyone that I had forced myself on her and raped her on the day that he put his dog down. Wow. <laughs> Later on, she called me and told me to get back with her or else I told her that I can't get back with her, so she said she'd kill herself if I didn't. I didn't say anything, and she downed 70-something pills of potassium. Oh, shit. Had a friend call the ambulance. She survived, but wasn't too healthy for a little while. Oh, yeah, I was 17 when this happened. Damn. Oh, God. Damn, damn. Sent me a video of herself in her underwear. Waved at the camera, took a blade to her wrist, wiped the blood into her finger's blade, uh, the blood into her fingers and waved goodbye. It was like a scene from a horror movie. She's still alive. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> that is so psycho. I thought I had gotten some crazy ones in my time, but fuck. Told me she had brain cancer. Constantly was calling me, crying, telling me how she wasn't sure if she was going to live or not. And all these surgeries she was going to have. Come to hear from her sister six months later. None of that was true. Wow. That's another level of low. Yeah. Planned to kill me. Tried to execute the plan. $30,000 worth of damage to my house and firing a shot at me when I got home. Fuck. I wonder what he did. That's got to be on our dateline somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Left a voicemail on my phone of her having sex with her new boyfriend. Okay, listen, that had to have sucked, but also fantastic. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's one that doesn't hurt. Kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Right? Literally. Stings a little bit. Stings yeah. a little. <laughs> she's clearly mad. She's moving on. That's great. She, yeah, she's moving on. At least it was just a voicemail and not like a video message or something like that. Snapchat or something. Even then, I think that that's fine. Like, yeah. You're technologically advanced. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. My ex-girlfriend stopped by to visit. I had just eaten enough Chinese food at the buffet to be near pass out. (laughs) I was laying on the blow-up mattress, and I hear her growl, you son of a bitch, and then boom, she punched me in the teeth. Oh, shit. I asked her, I asked, I asked her what the fuck was her problem. At the time, I was broke, so I didn't have any furniture. Everything was neatly placed in the room, including my condoms. She counted and noticed one was missing from the last time she visited. I scrambled up, and she spit in my face. I told her to leave and walked out the door. That's when she opened the cabinet, took the toaster oven, threw it at the side of my head. (laughs) Blood was pouring from my head. I was panicked. I didn't want to hurt her. 
I'm going to skip through most of this. Push finally got her out. She called. He called his parents and because he'd never dealt with it. Call the goddamn police. Yeah, They're your the parents. Ones. Yeah, yeah. And wh- what, what do I do? My girl was going crazy. <laughs> she hit me with like, the toaster oven. Be a fucking grown up. Call the police, crazy. I like this one. Uh, she threatened to kill me, killed my cat, and dabbled in identity theft. A month later, asked that we be friends, and that uh, I, like she has tried to do, should not live in the past. Get the fuck out of here. You no really way. shouldn't be friends with your exes ever. It never no, works out. It's no. so uncomfortable. And I was one of those girls. I told Biggie and Corbin the same thing. Like, oh, I just want to be friends. Fuck that. I don't want to be friends with any of my exes. You shouldn't either. It never ends well. Unless there's children involved. You just That's not friends. Away. That's called co-parenting. Completely right, different. Right, you I don't have it. to be friends to co-parent. I get it. But I mean, you should just, what I'm trying to say is you should just walk away and leave them alone. Never say anything to each other ever again. Unless there's children involved. And then this is the one that started it mm-hmm. and why we're talking about it. Because for me, this is filled with so many weird things. One, after three and a half years of abuse and two children, my ex-wife decided she wanted to ruin my life. Had me arrested on false charges of domestic violence, which led to a plea bargain due to the fact that we were living on a $10,000 a year income. She refused to work the entire relationship. This led to a three-year probation, which included group therapy sessions for abusers. And during the sessions, patients were required to recount the episodes of abuse and explain where they made their mistakes. Due to the fact that I didn't commit any abuse, I was forced to lie. As a lack of participation equals failure to abide by the requirements of the probation deal, this led to the judge threatening me with up to three years in prison. And as a result of, the, of that, we fled the country and set up shop in the Middle East. I was forced to join the Army and serve as a combat soldier for two years. During the second year of military service, I grew some balls, told her I wanted a divorce. The resulting meltdown created a situation which I was forced to flee my domicile. In the process, I forgot to take my ID. She spent the next year forging my signature on rent, phone, water, electrical, and credit card contracts. To this day, I'm still paying off $200,000 debt she built up in my name. The figure does not include the debt she incurred using my ID when she returned to the States, and she illegally kidnapped my child when she fled the Middle East to return to America. First of all, there's so many holes in your story. So many holes. Mm-hmm. One, you just fled on a whim? Mm-hmm. Together. And two, I don't need your ID to fake something. Mm-hmm. I can fake something. I can do Gimpy's signature right now. He could do mine. Yeah. Because who checks? Yeah, Nobody. and by the way, like, if you were to flee anywhere, why the fuck would you go there? Like, why would you not go to Mexico? That's a weird thing to be like, I, I can't stay in the United States. Let's go to the Middle East. And, and then you became a And then you had a combat, you became a combat soldier? Yeah, what? The Garmy's not going to take you if there's a warrant for your arrest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Second, but, you committed a crime by fleeing the country. Uh, they didn't say which army he joined. We just assume he was the American army. I'm assuming he's American because right. he, he fled from America to the Middle East. Right, to the Middle East. So my thought is maybe he's Middle Eastern, right? Because just going through this, he's Middle Eastern, has family over there, is over here working, you know, fucking 7-Eleven or some shit like that, you know? And then, so, all right, we got to leave. I've got an uncle over there in whatever fucking stand it is. So he stay over there, and then now he's being forced to fight in the Afghani army as part of, you know, if you want to live here you're going to fight. Yeah, well, if you're not American, I don't give a shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's just where my mind went. But, but you, you're right. There, that, that feels like a big old pile of bullshit. That's a lot of not your fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just to take it. 
The only two hundred thousand dollars. Come on. Hmm. Freeze then, your goddamn credit. I was you gonna idiot. say, yeah. How do you not know for that long, you dummy? The moment that got tricked, you should have been like, I need to freeze my credit so this does not continue to happen. Obviously. And if you know it's her, mm-hmm. and you know she's got your ID, call the police. But they just don't want to cause any troubles, Corbin. We try to make this as smooth and easy as possible. Fuck that. You start shitting in my house, <laughs> I'm going to tear your shit up. $200,000 in debt up later. your life. Yeah. Yeah, he knew that there was an issue once already, before they even fled the country, that, that he should have just walked away from that broad and left it as it is. But for whatever reason, he had to take her with. Why take her with? That makes no sense. When I got divorced, mm-hmm. and this was the final straw, we were trying to work it out, and we met for lunch. And unknowingly, my wife was unaware that I had seen the credit card statement mm-hmm. for $30,000. And we sat down, because the whole thing was like her being honest. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, hey, is there anything we need to talk about? No. I'm like, good, because I really want this to work. But you, and you're being completely honest with me. Yes. Great. Can you tell me how much the credit card bill is? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not very much, like five, five grand, I think. I'm like, you know I know what the balance is, right? Excuse that's me. why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> We're in a public place. Mm-hmm. Dilly dally. Right. I remember to this day. Mm-hmm. Corned beef sandwich, of course. And she was like, all of a sudden attacking me for invading her privacy. Keep in mind, it was our credit card. It had both our names on it. Yeah. And that's when I was like, we're done. I You're- will invade the fuck out of your privacy. If you're my name's on it. It's not your privacy it. if yeah. my name's on it. I know, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I don't care. And you guys are married. You know, so there kind of goes that privacy so, right there. Yeah, so technically half that debt is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we got divorced, we worked all that out. But the point is, is that... That shit does not fly, man. You've got to keep track of your shit. Right, right. If you care about your stuff, you need to, for sure. Yeah, that, bah. Heart palpitations just thinking about that. For real, for real. (sighs) Crazy bitches. Because I didn't, I mean, they could have, she could have easily not paid it. Right, I had drowned you with it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I, I got it in the divorce decree that she had to pay it. Nice. So if she didn't, it was on her. Does that stress you out about being single now, Gimpy? What's that? Like that? He- no. <laughs> That's never bothered me. I was I've been say. living with mountains of it, so it ain't nothing new. No, just like dating and like new girls and that kind of stuff, and like just being around that. That because the reason I ask that is, I think, like I hated being single. Mm-hmm. I hated dating. Like mm-hmm. I just it wasn't. No, that's part of the adventure is um, finding which ones are crazy and which ones are crazier. You know, that's part of it. And you, you come across a few that are just batshit crazy and you know, okay, that was fun for a night, maybe two nights, and then that's that. You go on about your business. And the ones that aren't so crazy and seems like they can keep their shit together, all right, we'll hold on to you for, for a little bit longer. You know, but that's all part of the adventure of guys too. Of by the way, guys mm-hmm. too. I'm, this, mm-hmm. I don't think it's exclusive yeah. just to females. I mm-hmm. think guys can be just as fucking crazy. Oh yeah, they can. Yeah, they can in just weird, different ways. Yeah, way different, but mm-hmm. still crazy. It's fascinating to me situations where, mm-hmm. you know, like in my scenario, my ex-wife I felt was crazy, but she went on to date other people. Mm-hmm. True. But I did have one of her exes go rut. He literally warned me. Dun, 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 I'm not kidding. Dun, 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 he warned me. Run. He did. He's like, get away from her. She's crazy. And I was nah. like, no. Only because of you guys it she didn't work. She is so sweet. Right. She's nice. <laughs> Little no. did you know. No. She was crazy. I remember one time when, I bet I still have the picture somewhere. She, um, 
when I was living in the house, she started putting phallic stickers on our garage. That's why. So people. It's weird. You think I have an answer for that? (laughs) When I just said she was being crazy. That's so. That's really strange. Yeah, like on the outside for people to see, not yeah. like on the inside. You guys are just, you know, hanging yeah. out in the garage playing beer pong or whatever, and you're like, ah, there's a dick on the garage door. Yeah. No, no, this is for everybody to see. You And you yeah. would have to get up close to see that it was, but the amount of effort it would take to go and get a find a sticker with a dick on yeah. it. <laughs> and not even like an, an, an anatomically correct right. penis. Right. The cartoon penis with More like a, a cartoon smile. or, an, you know, a phallic looking geometrical shape. Yeah, yeah. Or shapes. Yeah, something oblong. Yeah. Has a couple of circles down at the bottom. And I remember Mm -hmm. being like, well, this is weird. Like, I guess I'll take it off. Yeah. And then she, at some point, would drive by and put another one on. Yeah, that's weird. It was was when you guys were not living together? Right, when we were separated. Like, we were getting divorced. (laughs) She's just letting you know. I got you, dick. dick. Yeah, that's what that was. (laughs) That's all that was to it. And you're like, okay... That's like spray painting their car, like slut, whore, and stuff like that. That's no, this is. I would argue that that has some some fucking zing behind it. Because you yeah. want other people to see, but like yeah. these little dicks that only Corbin can see. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's totally my it's field. Stickers. <laughs> well, here I am. That's nothing new. It's not like she forked my yard. Right. Right. I wonder, like. What she told her next about like, did you do anything crazy? Because you asked that in your significant other, like when you're dating, like what the uh, other she told people I gave like. her HPV. Was everyone like everyone has it stupid? Everyone's no, a carrier. She called everybody, all my business relationships, record labels, everybody to say what a piece of shit I was. Trying to besmirch your good name. What? Bitches. I think I kind of did that actually. <laughs> you see that? She's like, "What? Wait a minute! What I a bitch! That. Oh shit! Uh, you called all of his what? No superiors? Um, well, because we got divorced in California, but he f- filed for divorce, and I was moving, and so there was like a thing about abandonment, and so I was out of the Navy, but kind of still in, and so this was like a huge thing. You getting divorced, like it's in your military record legal thing, and so his superior, his chief, his master chief, and I didn't know he was in the room, but called me on speakerphone to ask what was going on. And He I, called you on speakerphone? The master chief and the chief because of this legal issue that we had going on that I had moved, and I told them that like, because they were like, uh, here's the thing, we have a problem with abandonment, you're your name is still on the house that you guys have together, so no one else can move in there, but he's responsible for it, and, like, just, like, legal stuff, and I was just telling this master chief and telling them, like, that he 100% checked out, and I had to, I got medically retired, and I couldn't stay in San Diego, so I had to move where my family was, and that, you know, he basically was a piece of shit, that if anyone abandoned anything, it was him, and I didn't know that he was in the room, and he said something, and I was like... Fuck! I wasn't lying about you anything. Lying, right? No, but it was still like super embarrassing. Yeah, awkward. And then, yeah. yeah. And what did then, he say? No, you're not you lying, bitch. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he yelled that like. So you were I, set. You were set up. Uh, uh you yeah. were set up by the master chief. Pretty much, because they did not tell me that he was in the room. So then after that, he called me, and it was like the very last time he and I talked on the phone. One of the last times he talked, we talked on the phone, and he was just like, ah. I don't give a fuck what you do. If we're not together, why does it matter? Why do I care what you do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, because we're still married. And so 
that's a problem. So then after that is when I got served by some sheriff here in Tulsa. <laughs> with a divor- with divorce. Yeah. That was nice. I found out I was getting served and I met them yeah. in Tulsa. Because I was like, I'm not going to have you fucking hunt me down. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Most process servers will try to alert you. Yes, that's what happened. All right. They want to make it as easy as possible. They don't, they don't, don't get want to get shot. Yeah. 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 It was an actual police officer, though. When I, I got served, when the whole estate thing with my me getting kicked out of the estate, mm-hmm. I got served. And I knew that they were coming to my house because they had just been to my mom's. Mm. And so the doorbell rang and I went around the house and came to the front door from where he couldn't see me. Yeah. I came up behind him. I'm like, can I help you? Because he's like, oh, fuck. I'm just, <laughs> I think process server, servers are used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like he was serving me with you're getting sued or something crazy. Mm. It was just a very passive document. And he was like, here. And I, I, mm-hmm. I've i seen the movies. Don't touch it, right? But I knew what it was anyway, so I was like, I don't give a shit. Right. Let me make your life easy. Yeah. I I think I kind of felt the same way that, like, I just got to get this over with. I'll meet you, officer, so you don't have to drive all the way to fucking Shoto. <laughs> so we met here. Yeah. And he's like, I'm really sorry I have to give this to you. And I was like, hmm, thank you. <laughs> right. And, and I didn't, like, know anything. I didn't get a lawyer. I was stupid. So that's why I need Jeff Hensley. Right. I don't know if you were stupid. You were doing what you could right then, which was not afford an attorney in San Diego. Yeah. And like, I didn't even really understand that because I remember calling lawyers and I, at the time, felt like, because when you get retired medically, you get compensation for that, depending on like what your percentage is. But that take, that took, the Navy, a super long time to find out. So it was like nine months where I wasn't getting paid anything when I was interning. Yeah, it was really fucking tough. And so, like, even just moving my stuff to Oklahoma, my husband was mad that I didn't give him back the ring, which I was like, why the fuck am I going to give you back the ring if you're just going to give it to somebody else? And I was like, if you're not going to help me move as, like, my partner, even though we're divorcing, then fuck you. I'm going to take the ring, pawn it, use that money to move. So it was like, bad from the beginning right and then in that time when like i think it took probably like almost almost a year to get everything get divorced and he was like you know nowhere to be seen or anything so i felt like fucked over a little bit by him did you is there anything you didn't get like do you feel like you got screwed over by anything in the divorce um that would have changed if you would have hired an attorney yeah because like i know that some of the debt that i incurred i didn't know that it was 50 50 and that, like, he should have taken care of some of it. And he had bought in a house in Guam that then when I moved in, I started paying for. And then I started helping him pay when I lived in San Diego. So I feel like probably I could have gotten something out of it. But I think it would probably be more expensive to have a, uh, an attorney in San Diego to do all that. Yeah. and Because so- I did the same with my ex. We, we shared an attorney. Mm-hmm. But he was my attorney. Yeah. Because you can't share an attorney in a divorce in this right. state. And I, and this, I'm being honest, I can't think of one thing. She would probably have a different answer if she were alive that she got screwed out of. I don't know what that would be. Mm-hmm. Like you felt you were being kind. Yeah. She had to take on the $30,000 debt. She got, because the home was in her name, mm-hmm. she got a $7,000 like refund from the government, mm-hmm. blew it. I paid that back. Ugh. But to do that, I wanted the house, mm-hmm. and I was going to sell it. Mm-hmm. 
And if there were any, if it had profit, it was on me. If it had loss, it was on me. And we'd mm. only been in the house like two years. Mm. And when I sold the house, it looks on paper as profit, but like a thousand dollars. Right, you closing which call, after all the closing costs and everything, I actually ended up paying. So she came a hunting afterwards and wanted money, saying what? that I made profit on the home. And I was like, I can show you the closing statement. I made no profit. And again, it was in our divorce. So see ya. Yeah, but I, I literally, I didn't take anything that wasn't mine. Because I wanted it I, over. I don't think he wanted my fucking high heel chair. <laughs> Your box of panties. Yeah. I don't think he wanted any of that stuff. Yeah. Divorce shit's crazy, man. Yes. Is yours done yet? Uh, Well, I got an email. It was that last week that uh, she decided to settle. Because we were supposed to go. There's supposed to be a court date today, this afternoon or whatever. And they're like, oh, the date's been stricken. Person's decided to settle. Okay. I have no fucking idea what that means, but send me the papers and I'll sign them. So, so you're totally removed. Like you're not involved in it at all to know no, what the, what she wanted to settle no, on. Do you know no. what the issue was? I have no idea. It's probably with the house and shit. But since that's gone, have a nice day. It's probably like, all right, fine. I guess it's time to settle then. Okay. I Will it be that, that one of you owe the other one money? Probably not. I mean, I don't know. Like, why? Why would the other one owe somebody money? We didn't have any money. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what settling means. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just like, all right, fine, it is what it is. It's time to go. I don't know. I'll ask Jeff next time he comes around. That shit drives me crazy. I don't know. You're so passive. I don't know how you do it, man. I just got other things to worry about right now. I feel like this is what you should be worried about no, if it could impact you. That's why you're paying people to do all that, man. You pay people to take care of all that, right? Isn't that the whole point of, of having an attorney is to, you know, you pay them to take care of all the shit so you don't have to worry about dealing with it so I can focus on what, you know, work and life. Yes, but this, the result mm -hmm. of after they're done would yeah. be affect you is where I, what I'm talking. I'm still going to live. I'm still going to work. Well, still well gonna yeah. Carry on well, my yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I got other things to worry about. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I'm saying I am not capable of that <laughs> skill set. <laughs> Just kind of let it roll. I cannot yeah. be passive when my name's involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'm probably going about it the wrong way, but yet again, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> right. As long as I'm working, I'm alive, I wake up breathing, we're good to go. I mean, I need that goddamn attitude. Yeah, I don't have that attitude either. <laughs> I feel I'm, like I'm I a psychopath and things <laughs> fucking drive me crazy that I can't unthink about stupid yeah. things like, you know, serial killers. And <laughs> Tell your story real quickly. Tell your story about the serial killer this morning yes. that was trying to kill you. <laughs> so I remote started my car because it's cold outside and I am like in fishing. her McCondo. Yeah, mm -hmm. in my McCondo. I got out of our one bedroom and <laughs> was getting ready. And then I heard this like scrape, scrape, scrape. And immediately I was like, fuck, there's a serial killer with like an ice pick or a shovel. An that ice he's, pick. An ice pick. He's, dra he's, that he's for, he's dragging around. on the ground. He's like some it's fucking. It's all sparking and shit. Yeah, it's like some psychopath. And, you know, it's so early in the morning, he just wants to kill somebody. And so I literally stood in terror for like three minutes, like just be like, what the fuck is this noise? Like so scared. And so I finally decided to open our bedroom because I felt like, uh, since the lights were on and stuff, that if I screamed, Jeff would be able to hear it from the bedroom, and that was, like, my plan. <laughs> do the, like, alarm system and, like, go. You can do it. Yes. You, you can do this, Sam. Go, yeah. go, go. Now, 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 now. <laughs> Three, two, one, have my Finding Nemo key in my hand so that I can lock the door quickly. And uh, 
then I realized that it was my fucking windshield wipers that I had left on for the day before. All things. <laughs> Those killer wipers, man. You gotta fucking watch out. <laughs> Wiping a, a dry windshield. <laughs> <laughs> or a serial killer walking. With an ice pick, ready right. to get being, that ass. Taking the whole part of being quiet as shit out the window, right? And well, being loud. Well, they're a fucking psycho. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I w- I'm not kidding when I say, like, terror. I was so scared. Yeah. I was like, for some reason, like, when I'm really scared or, like, if I'm in pain or whatever, for my, my go-to is to hold my breath or, like, when I'm scared, plug my ears. And I was doing both because I was just like... <laughs> you just just fucking get on the ground you're dead you Sam just, just lay down can you remember the question I asked you oh yes you asked me how many times has I have I actually had a, that thought and then there be a serial killer <laughs> and I, well hold on mm-hmm. I know people need to brace themselves for this announcement <laughs> of Sam's answer um no. Zero. That's never happened. <laughs> of course. But how many times have you felt like there was a serial killer? A serial killer or a ghost? Like, I would say at least 100. Just this year, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. Because then my heart's racing, and I'm, like, super anxious, and I can't really breathe. And then you know, I get in my car, and I'm super anxious, and I can't, it takes me a while right. to, like, chill Calm the fuck out. Calm yeah. down over... Yeah, over, nothing, no, nothing, over fucking windshield wipers. Nothing, or a car that pulled up next to you at the stoplight. I know, I'm with you. They add up. The amount of like, like legit fucking panic attacks I've had for stupid reasons is a lot. Is a lot. The elevator moving pads just out pushed out oh, a little bit. No, she told me another one where it mer- mm-hmm. mysteriously stopped on three today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, is there other people in this building? <laughs> It's like, Steve Scott, I'm so glad you're in here because if you weren't, this, I would think this fucking thing's haunted. You think Lucifer. it's fucking haunted anyway. Yeah. I Steve hate, being I there really or not. Hate, I fucking wish I could teleport. Listen, I think Steve's awesome. He's not exactly the fucking knight in shiny armor you <laughs> no, would need in the home. Oh, save you, he Sam. absolutely would God not save me. Damn. <laughs> right. The number of people that would save me in you this building is probably pretty small. really hacked that woman. <laughs> Glad I got out of the way, like my ex-wife did. Oh! <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, listen, we'll obviously be off for a couple of weeks for think, for Christmas. Uh, we'll be back uh, January 2nd is when we're on the air, so the next Oosh. podcast will be, I think it's like uh, January 7th. Mm-hmm. So be, we'll see you then if you're a podcast listener. And what you can do in the meantime is make sure you leave a review. That's like a big deal mm-hmm. in our world yeah. uh, on the podcast stuff. So anything you do like that is greatly appreciated. And you guys have a great Christmas. And I hope you make a lot of family memories and spend time with family. Um, because as the stories we read every day, that's limited. Could be the last I one. I have bad news for everyone. Mm-hmm. We're oh, all dying. We're all dying a little more every day. So some of us quicker than others. Some of us quicker than others. So, yeah. Uh, So Merry Christmas. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Bye. Adios. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.